Hey guys, this is an interesting podcast you're about to listen to. It's not going to make a lot of sense to you, uh, but real quick, let me tell you my tour dates. <laughs> I'm in Flappers Burbank, uh, June 17th and 18th. Orlando, I'm coming back to Orlando the 24th through the 26th uh, of June. In July, the Funny Bone Columbus, 8, 9, and 8, 9. That's it. Uh, and then Syracuse, Stand Up Live in August. Followed by Kansas City, September, Toledo, Albany, Houston, Helium, Comics, Comedy Club, Gotham. I got a lot of dates. Most importantly, Bert the Conqueror airs June 7th on Travel Channel. Tune in. You will love it. The podcast you're about to hear is um, is with me and Doug Benson. It is not going to make a lot of a, a lot of sense to you. Uh, it is It is the morning after a very weird and interesting and bizarre and it's sometimes tense. <laughs> Uh, Doug loves movies that we did together. Uh, so I can't explain everything to you. You're just going to have to listen. This is a companion piece to that Doug loves movies. That'll be released, I think in eight days. It'll be in the purchase section of iTunes, but, uh, I, he's, he, he may release it totally unedited and he may cut some stuff out. That is totally up to Doug. It is his podcast. You will hear us talk about this in this podcast and, um, what you're hearing. If you're a podcast fan is pretty fucking fascinating. It is two friends working out their relationship, and making sure they remain friends. And it's good. It's really good. Uh, so, And Doug and I are good. We performed the next night together, two shows, and uh, on stage together, and had a blast. You can hear one of those shows on Doug Loves Minis. But that's it. Guys, Doug Benson and Burt Kreischer in a hotel room, just like Nixon Frost. That, that's not right. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. No, I was reminding myself. <laughs> no, I know. Like, I thought you were like doing a sound check or something. No. Talk, talk. Um, talking. Yeah, I no. I first of all, I, I wasn't that drunk. No, and I didn't think so. I wasn't. Like, in my but that opinion, was. But that kept coming up as a reason for things kept, happening kept, the way they were. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're not going to be great at movie trivia. It's totally sober. Like, that's just not your. Your bag. It's like if you started quizzing me about sports stuff, I would. Yeah. I'd, I'd look like a complete fool. But like, that's not the idea of the show to bring people on and go. You don't know anything about movies. Like, it's more like, like that's why I created that game with the naming a movie that begins with a letter. Because yeah. I'd often have like an actor or an actress or somebody come on the show that for whatever reason they just don't know movies that well, and so I thought that was like a real. Uh, Keep talking. Real softball, you know. Yeah, I think, I mean, I don't think I, in my opinion, I don't think I did anything different than I've ever done on your show. You did. What you did I do? absolutely did. What did I do? You were different. Oh, brought the burgers. You were quite different. Well, yeah, you started with the burgers. Like, the burgers were like, it's a fun idea that I said no to, but there's like people that aren't me in show business that if you brought burgers to their show and they said, no, don't, please don't bring them out. You know, don't bring those out there. That's what I said to you a couple of times. You would then not bring out those burgers. Oh, yeah. But, oh, but no, we no, have no. a kind of friendship where you're like, yeah, he's, he doesn't mean it. I'm going to bring out these burgers. Yeah. And then I start thinking, is he behaving this way because he's drunk or no. because he has no respect for me or my show? Oh, no. It's, I, you know? First of all, I, there's no such thing as no respect for you. That's what, no, that's, what, that's part of what's frustrating about this whole thing yeah. is that we love each other and we enjoy each other. <laughs> 
So like that's what that's where it got extra tense for me was just trying to figure out a way to just get it back to having fun, but also comedians. It's just our nature to do callbacks to everything, and so things just kept getting brought up, you know, and it was just hard to ever get out of it. And I also this is just me. This is just my problem. I, your eyelash was driving me nuts because the way you're sitting, your face was right next to mine, and the way it was lit. Sitting here with you now, I wouldn't even know you have a long eyelash. But it was driving me crazy, so I kept kind of referencing it, and then you were, of course, like, yeah, it's, it's my lucky eyelash. You know, leave me alone. You know, but it's like, things like that, they just keep coming up because it's just, it's not, it's not an elephant in the room. It's an eyelash in the room. But it was, it was there, and it was just like a, another thing that I was, like, looking at and I couldn't, you know, it was hard to, there were so many things that I didn't get to last night because of all the different things that were going on. But then once I took the burgers away, then that would have been a perfect opportunity for you to go, okay, he really doesn't want those burgers I thought, in I, here. Can I tell you? Not, this is, I, he went to hide them from me and now it's my job to go find them. Yeah. No, that, see, I don't know why I, you I thought get, that I think if you I weren't got, drunk. I, no, it has nothing to do with drunk. That is... Take drunk out of it because, and this was one of my bones of contention with you, is that you have a show specifically dedicated to getting people as high as they possibly can get. Right, so, so the drunk equivalency don't even start there. No, but but that's ridiculous. But I literally said I've been myself, drunk on my shows and and the shows go poorly, and I've been high on everything else that goes great. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with being drunk, and I wasn't even fucking drunk. The last right, drink I you, had, but you kept saying out loud, "I'm drunk," and that I never said it. I don't even think I, I you said it at least other. five times during the show, at least. At okay, least. but again, probably like trying to be like, "Hey, I'm drunk." Isn't this you know like it was in the sense spirit of fun? Like I've never, I've never had, an, I've never had an issue with you as a drunk person. Like uh, we've both been drunk on stage together. Yeah, and it's fun. Yeah, but I wasn't drunk. You kept saying you were drunk. You know, and I just, that's my own personal thing that I have a problem with is I don't like interacting with drunk people. I just don't like it. I don't, they're the people that get thrown out of my shows from the audience. They're the ones that get thrown up. The only times I've ever kicked anybody off stage during my shows were because they were too drunk. And, uh, <laughs> wow, you're so popular. Fucking, I told you, man, my phone's blowing up. Hello? Yeah. Okay, thank you very much. No, no, no. I'll get it later. Thanks. What no. happened? I got a package. Um, I was headed somewhere. Fucking I had a point I was making. About, you don't like drunk people. Yeah, oh, oh so like uh, we just did a show with uh, Judy Gold, who uh, had way too much to drink and uh, doesn't, know any, doesn't know movie trivia at all. So we were playing one game where... Every time it was her turn to answer, she just said Schindler's List, which, like, is funny the first time, not yep. funny a few times, then funny again for a second, then gets annoying again. But she really hammered it. And, uh, but a few minutes before the show was over, she just got up and walked off the stage. She, like, threw herself off. So I, it didn't come down to me asking her to leave. And I also strangely put up with it more than, like, that's part of the problem is that, like, I just think that. Like, if we were in a bar trying to play a movie trivia game and it was going like it was last night in front of an audience on a podcast, I'd just stop playing. But do, I had do to think, do it because it's my podcast. Do you, think that, do you think that it was... that Because you and I just weren't... Here's, here's where, here's where I'm missing. Place. Here's where I'm missing all of this. Is that 
I was always when I've done this show. I don't know when you're being serious or when you're being tr- trying to be funny. Like it's well, because it's a comedy the show. To be funny is followed by laughter. No, no, no. But when and the no, being but serious is saying like, now we're going to play this game. So when and you walk, no one laughs. When I you walk the burgers off stage, it got a huge fucking laugh. Right, because it's and when they brought them back on stage, it got a huge. Well, laugh. That was more of a, a, a whoa, like they're back again, and that's when I that's when I really started to turn in terms of like just being in a place where I, I was feeling like I didn't get to be in control of my own show. I know. I, I, when, you I, have the, I, when you have the staff right carrying right. the burgers back out, because also I know that the audience would have been perfectly happy with and enjoyed having those burgers thrown to them or given to them or whatever. I, I was I was going to give them as my prize. The person who right, won. But that goes well. No, but, but got that, 150 burgers. I wasn't going to throw them out in the audience. I was going to get that when we brought our. When you first basket, brought them into the green room, you I said you brought it for everybody. You didn't say this is my contribution to dude, the prize. I had no, I had no plans with those burgers other right, than other, other than, than the ridiculousness of me showing up with a hundred fucking burgers. Yeah, which and I literally got plenty of laughs off of it. And then the two times I got rid of the burgers, that should have been the end of it. You're, because it's my show. You're, and if someone that you respect more than me. Asked you to not bring out the burgers. I, that you you're, not, you're assuming that I don't. And respect, I, respect you. isn't the right word, but I yeah. just mean we're pally and we're friendly enough with each other yeah. that there's that there's not going to be any repercussions for pretty much anything you do uh, in terms of like that sort of thing. But what what troubles me is the that you think I'm joking when I say to you backstage with no audience to laugh, do not bring those out. Please I, do not bring those up. I did, yes. I, I did think you were joking. I but, literally but thought. That's, I literally that's thought. That's insane. That's insane. No. That's drunkenness? You were drunk? That's an, Stop you were, saying drunk. Or you were too pumped on your own idea? I was too idea. pumped on my own idea yeah. to, I said, it's going to get a, in my head, I'm like, let me just come out with them. It's going to get a laugh. Right, but that's... I know, I know, I know. You don't need to get... I don't need to plan a laugh in a show where you're a guest and the idea is it's all improvised. I understand that, but I understand that. I understand that. But it has nothing to do... I I, I mean, I don't know. I think we're getting lost on the idea that, that that I thought in my head, fuck Doug Benson. No, I know you didn't. I didn't think that at all. And I've never thought that. I hope that moving forward, that we figure out a way, maybe I'll... Wink when I'm kidding and not wink when I'm serious because I just don't get how you didn't understand how serious I was about that. I I, like, I was just I just said I said this is a restaurant uh, that's I'm getting paid to be here so that they can sell food and that's that's the deal so giving yeah. the audience food is a bad idea and uh, I you know and then you didn't say I want one person to win all 150 burgers. I didn't say any of that and I, I just, wish I wish you had because I think we both would have been like okay that's funny yeah <laughs> you know but it felt more like you wanted to give them to everybody no 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 and when I came out when I came you, out and also like you're saying now you didn't have a plan I didn't which is kind of part of the problem because if you'd have just not gone to all that effort for something that like if you'd have walked in the room and said I almost bought 100 burgers and brought them here we would have all had a, pretty much the same laugh as you actually no, doing it. No, 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 no. There's no... I, could, if I, I, I say, didn't, I didn't if, even really laugh at you actually doing it. I was just sort of like, why? Why is he doing this? If I, if, if you say, I almost brought a chimpanzee with me, doesn't get as big a laugh as if you walk in a room with a chimpanzee. So well, again, uh, you shouldn't be getting laughs for walking in a room well, with a chimpanzee. I know, I mean, it bo- can I tell you what bothers me so much that we're talking about burgers? Like I go, like, because... 
Yeah, no, I know. It's Doug Loves Movies. That's why I didn't want you to bring him out there. And then if you'd have done that, then we would have at least started on a better footing and maybe none of the, the rest of it would have happened. I agree with that. You know, um, because it's just like you were disappointed that I didn't enjoy the gag and I was disappointed that you needed to keep pushing the gag even though I asked you to stop numerous times. And that once we started that, then everything was just sort of a, you know, push me, pull you where we couldn't ever really get... And there's some really funny moments in that show. I thought there were, I thought the show... And it's also... Good, people are going to be fascinated to listen to it. You know? I, but, uh, I, I thought... I, when, when you walked off, I literally was so confused because I thought the show was going so good. Well... <laughs> and I mean... And, and I, would, I would dare... I, I would say... Yeah, I was definitely talking a lot, and I was definitely talking over people, and I was, I was being Bert, and I think I don't think I, I don't think I've ever done your show not that way, other than the time with Patton and Jeff. But in that show, I didn't speak, and they just beat me up, and I just no, let it happen. No, well, Patton and Jeff, Jeff Tate and Patton Oswald, were both on it, and me. That was the last one I was on, and it, that's that's who you thought the lineup was: is those three people. Hold on. No, there was another lady. Yeah, okay, good, good. You remember. What are you fucking doing to me? I'm not doing anything. I'm saying, like, that... Are you you quizzing me? Like... No, I'm not. I was there. I remember... No, I know, but Bert, like, sometimes, like, sometimes it feels like you're saying things to be silly, and other times it feels like last night, there was just many points where I would ask you something... I'd say, is that a machine shirt? And you'd go, no. And then you'd, no, it wasn't. And then you'd hold it up and it says the machine on it. No, it wasn't a machine shirt. The one I gave you said marshmallow on you it. You gave me two shirts. Well, one of them said the machine on it. Yeah. And you were holding it in your hand when I said, is that one of your machine shirts? No, it isn't. No, the, but I'm saying, that just happened repeatedly where we weren't connecting, where you weren't understanding me, and I am now understanding that you feel I wasn't understanding you. And it just, it just happened a lot. And it was like, and you were right next to me, and you also... I didn't also, pick that seat. I didn't pick also, that seat. But also, when, when Patton and... It was, it was me and Patton, mostly, that were making fun of whatever, something that you were wearing, but it was like the gentlest attacks. No, it wasn't hey, you it, cocksucker. Listen, no, listen. You know, By the way, that kind of shit. Did I say anything about that? Yes, you did. You last night, last, last night. night. But listen. And you're talking about no, it now. No, okay. I'm, I'm you're talking saying about it. You're saying that if you sit there quietly, you get unloaded on. But it, it's gonna, everyone's going to make jokes about each other regardless. Now, I, I can't control what Jeff's going to do or whatever. But Jeremy... I, whenever, whenever he spoke last night, he sp- said something funny. He never interrupted. I didn't. He yeah. didn't. He wasn't pushing. He wasn't like doing any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that's what I like in a guest. No, I unfortunately, totally... that's what I want from my guests. Look. I want you to speak when spoken to. Now I know comedians can't don't do that, and that I understand that. But um, you know, when I go on somebody somebody's show where they have that sort of thing, like I, I think I referenced at midnight last night. You know, like. I would never do that on at midnight because that's not the format of the show. Hold on, right, the, the, but format the format of the show, my show I that understand. you listen to all the time is everyone taking turns and speaking when it's their turn and playing the games. Aren't there people? And there's people, definitely. There's people that myself included. Yeah, that T.J. Miller or right. uh, Pete Holmes, right? Todd the Glass, most obnoxious guest. The Todd Glass. Todd Glass does not do the show anymore because he doesn't know anything about movies, and we both just agreed that like there's no reason for him to be there because it's just. Because I don't want to berate a person for not knowing something about movies, but that's what you kind of need to have on this on the show, or at least 
just a willingness to try. And you, you try. It's not like you don't try. I try, but, and but I also try to. I mean, I. I, I, we, spend, I, I, you know, I, we spend like ten minutes on the letter O. You know, I mean, it's like it's just not your bag to yeah. to name movies. It's. And I'm, I'm, by know? the way, I, I honestly really am so confused because I thought I thought you had me on the show because I'm funny. That was it. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and it's all fun I'm to be on to stage do. with you. Yeah, but we have found out now through trial and error that that is that. Not- that like somehow you behave when someone sitting on that stage is this name Patton Oswalt. No, there's no behaving. Hold on. Oh, yeah, and, there and, is, and there is. If you listen to this back last this night up. and the Patton show, let's back this up. It's a and, very different animal. You, uh, no, you know what I mean? Like, I, listen. everybody got their jokes in. Nobody was interrupting each other. Nobody was running on or off the stage. Or uh, uh, what you know. you're asking me to do is what is what I brought up last night. Okay. I think you were the what alpha I, last night, and I think Pat was, I was the alpha that other day. And I that's, was. That's where you're at. Hold on. L- allow me to finish. <laughs> okay. You clearly aren't fucking married. No, no, it never will be. Yeah. Yeah. In a relationship, we both can't talk. I want to tell you what I'm thinking. Stop. Just let me talk. I see you trying to talk. <laughs> what I was referencing about getting beaten up, and you have to acknowledge this to an extent. Is I didn't start referencing. Have to do anything. Okay. (laughs) I was trying to say, and I only got upset when I was getting beaten up when I came on apologetically and said, "I'm sorry, I fucked things up. Allow me the opportunity to rebound." That's it. That's when I the rebound thing was fun. I mean, it was kind of funny. What what happened? But what it was very intense. (laughs) But what was happening was I was getting hammered. When I was already pretty down. And so that was hurting my feelings. And I was like, hey, listen, can you guys not do this right now? But but what, what I assumed the rebound was, wasn't, okay, Bert, come on out here and let us fucking destroy you for a little bit. And that, I didn't know it was, rep- I needed to repent. I thought it was I was there to rebound. And so when I did get upset with Jeff, who I've known forever. When I got upset with him, and I talked to him the way I would talk to a friend was, Hey man, you're my friend. You know I've now fucked up. You know I'm standing on stage in front of a bunch of people, and I've made it awkward for everyone, but I'm standing here, hat in hand, trying to apologize and let this be played. Jeff wouldn't stop attacking me. And right, I, but I don't think you said that. That's definitely not what I said. Yeah, yeah. I think I said, cocksucker, go fuck yourself. Yeah. But, but what I was no. saying was, what I was saying was, Listen, can you not... I, can't, I literally said, Jeff, can you let me get out of this hole? Like, I know, I know, you said that. and I, But I'm, I'm telling you, I was also not letting you get out of the hole. No one was. Because it was a, a terrible hole. Like, it was just but, it was but, a hard hole to get out of. Because it's like, you know, it's, it's like when, uh, you know, you either destroy a heckler or a heckler gets removed. How there's just that, it's just weird for a while. But like, yeah. as a stand-up, you're just there alone and you can just sort of talk through it. And, but a lot of times you, you kind of reference it and it becomes a real big element in the show for the rest of the show. Yeah. You know, that's what was happening. But like the part where I walked off and the parts, the, the couple of times when I asked you to leave, you, you I, have was to. Just, I was just trying to just create a, just go in a new direction. And when I left, I honestly wanted to just kind of just be out of there for a little bit. And I didn't expect expect or want you to follow me off stage I, was, I wanted the three of you to just sort of like 
be in this weird, like, now what do we do? We, we, you know, and take over Doug Loves Movies for however long it takes for, like, you know, there to be, just feel like the mood is better or whatever. And then you came, then you followed me back there, and then, you know, and then we, you know, I was, like, uh, frustrated by that because I, then, then now I had to go back out there because now we're just leaving Jeremy and Jeff just sitting out there, uh, you know, with nothing. Because at least with you out there, there's going to be, something's going to be happening. I did not, I did not, I was not under the impression, I was pretty accurate in my assessment of how angry you were. I was upset because... I've never seen, I've never seen, like, I've never seen another man that angry with me. About anything in your life? That I haven't fought. That that hasn't attacked me. You were steaming, and I, and I, you have to admit, I was definitely, I was caught off guard. I went away. You've got to admit that my look to you was definitely confused. I literally went back there and I was like, Doug, man, I am so sorry. Like, I thought we were having fun. I literally said that to you. Right, and that's where that's where somehow we've got to figure out a, a signal, yeah. a way to understand each other. Dude, and, after people hear this, or, they'll never want me on your podcast again. That's totally fine. That's, I mean, that's mean? what's going to happen. Why? Because it's going to... I'm telling you what you should this edit out. This is part of what... Okay, you can tell me that, but also, uh, uh, let me just say quickly... That like part of my frustration was comes from how much I like you because I don't want the audience to dislike you or think you oh, or think you ruined the show. Oh, they probably cheered when I fucking left last night. Well, no, they didn't. It was it was definitely like for a while after you were gone, it was like uh, you know we were kind of moving forward with a kind of a it had a kind of a sad feeling to it. Did not help at all that their Blues, the hockey team, you know that that got announced that they got trounced. Uh, and they're they're out of that uh, whatever it is the Stanley Cup, but um, w- when you left, it definitely was weird. And then the I, I never thought the show fully recovered, but it kind of recovered just because we were, you know, playing the games and and giving away the prizes. What was happening was what was happening to me, in what I thought. I mean, if but at least we weren't you and I. At least we weren't having more problems after you left. Even though it was, I felt bad that that that, that happened and that. But I also felt like something had to happen, and my walking off didn't work because when I walked off, you just followed me. So and I was, I was, I literally, I swear to God, when I say this, I was only trying to get laughs last night, and I really felt, I really was confused more than anything because I was like, I was like, what, like. What am I doing? And I know Jeff and you will say, "Oh, you were just drunk." I wasn't drunk. No, I'm not saying that. And, but, I, I, I'm questioning. But like the drug, it, the drug nothing, part came up a lot. And no, that's because Jeff took my drink away, and as a joke, and it got a big laugh, and I'm totally cool with that. Like I was like, I literally, what bothers me is like I was celebrating, and Jeff made that amazing joke about uh, the Kardashians. He did. Oh yeah. It was so funny, and I stood oh, up, oh, yeah, and yeah. I looked at him, and yeah. I go, you should yeah. drop you, your mic. You stood up, and you turned around, and that's what he should do. You very Pete Holmes it. That's what you did in that moment. That's what that is. And half of the people that listen love that, and half of the people don't like it. Okay. But unfortunately, the people that don't like it are annoying. You know, They're aggravating about it. Like, when people tell me I didn't like so-and-so on your show, I'm always like, oh, I'm not going to tell you who your friends should be, you know, so, yeah. so get out of who my friends are. You know, it bugs me when anybody criticizes any of my guests, because they're generally my friends. Yeah. Or someone I admire, you know. And it got contentious with like, me and Jeff, only because I felt I felt like, like I, I had a really I said a funny line and I made you laugh and I went okay I'm rebounding, I'm I'm not going to talk 
and I'm going to make a few jokes. Right, right. And I, but there's and I, that constant analyzing of it and constantly talking about what what we're doing, which works in other contexts. I wasn't doing that at all. You, dude, it, the rebounding, the expression, the thing, all that, the audience I chanting that, I rebound that, and stuff. I, yeah, like you're all the one, stuff. You said, if you can answer this, you will have a 100% rebound, and I missed it. And then I, <laughs> and then I, made, and then I made a joke, and I said, I'm glad I got my plugs in up front. And you laughed. Sure. And I, and I was like, okay. And then I answered one, and I said, hey, can I, can I say something to you? And Jeff goes, just shut your mouth. And I went, go fuck yourself, Jeff. Right, but he was, you know, he was feeling my frustration. That we, yeah, but, he shouldn't have said that to you, but yeah. he was feeling my frustration because it's just, it, it's a game show. It's not a, it's not a let's talk about all this other stuff show. That stuff can happen, but like that's the thing that's interesting to me is that you're a regular listener to the show. Yeah, and so, I don't listen. I don't listen for the gameplay, Doug. Well, clearly, you I, turn it off before the great gameplay. I'm, I'm guessing. I, there's because been times. There's listen, been times. There's been times. I've definitely turned it, it off in the gameplay. Because if you listen to it a lot, if you listen to the gameplay a lot, then you would be, you know, you you would already kind of uh, know more of the kinds of things you need to know because you you listen a lot. But last night, I wanted to play a game that uh, you know I've played on the show a lot. That's complicated to explain. And there was no way it was going to happen with you, whether you were drunk or not. You were not going to let me do it. And that's, that's where I start getting, you know, frustrated. Yeah. But, it, but it really did start with the, the just not listening to a simple instruction of not bringing out the hamburgers. And, and, that, and that to this moment, you still think I was making a joke. Because no. I, I never... You know, by the way... By as the way, a comedian, people are pretty clear when I'm making a joke and when I'm not. I really, honestly, sometimes with you, and I'm being dead serious, when you're on that stage, you're so dry, and you say things that I don't know if you're joking. And I'm being serious. And I listen to your show. But if show. it's a direct request to you, that's, that's not... A, that, even if it gets a laugh, it's a, it's a direct request. I, listen, I've... That I'm making. I really. And you were, you, I'm just saying that, like, aside from us shitting on your clothes on the uh, show at Meltdown in LA, that was just a really fun show because, for whatever reason, uh, I was could, drunk. I was be, drunk uh, on that show. It could be any number of things, but for whatever reason, you didn't. You weren't like. You didn't feel the pressure of having to be like. Uh, you know. Uh, make the audience go crazy, or like last night, like you said, you know, when I said uh, when everybody cheered for Jeff Tate, and you go, you guys better cheer more for me. I said to you out loud, I know Jeff's a regular guest. Yeah, and that he's also like, you know, they fucking love him. I, you know? And I, I was joke that I, that was a joke that well, didn't I know, land. But I'm saying, I was trying to, I was but I'm just saying trying to my response to it was just saying, you know, this is what's going to happen, and then it did happen, and we were, and we got through that part fine. But I'm just saying that like. That doesn't even need to be. Uh, you're right. You were trying to. You're trying to make a joke, but it's like. Uh, it just became. It's just different. It's just for some reason. It's like you, you know. You bring up those examples of T.J. Miller and uh, Pete Holmes, and it's like. Uh, you know, Pete uh, Jeff Garland's obviously the the, the the worst in terms of like you know the. We used to do this thing where I try to collect the worst guests, you know, and uh, put them in a show together. And when Jeff Garland was on with T.J. Miller and uh, Pete Holmes, uh, and then found out during the show that it was the worst guests episode, because Pete and T.J. kind of take that designation with pride, whereas Jeff was like, you think I'm like these guys? Like, he was genuinely offended. And he walked off before it was over. Because those guys were being so obnoxious, and he was like... 
looking at them going, I'm not like that. But TJ, for whatever reason, like turned a corner where he started being like a more just active participant who's very funny and doesn't derail the show. And in the case of Pete Holmes, when he's on, I just know that it's going to be just me, Pete Holmes saying, uh, you know, being obnoxious, me telling him he's obnoxious, and then trying to get back to the games and stuff. And it just, it just happens. And, and again, every, I everybody loves that that's going to happen. But I don't, I think what I was maybe confusing to me last night is why that, why that wasn't the exact same. That's kind of what I do too. Now, like, I mean, I, I fuck around. I'm kind not a of, good guest on the show, kind and of, I, but I definitely take control and talk a lot. You made a, every time I've ever. I know this because you go. It's funny who decides to sit in the seat closest to me. It's always a guy like me or Todd Glass or Pete Holmes in 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 those situations, and I couldn't understand why. Like, I couldn't understand. I wish you were sitting on the opposite side because that would have brought the two guys in the middle into the show. I didn't pick the seating. I really didn't. They no, took my seat. I, I, was every, I always let the guests sit wherever they want yeah. because if I sit around micromanaging everything like that, first of all, the comedians won't listen. They'll sit wherever the fuck they want to sit because people don't listen to me backstage when I make a very simple request. Don't bring those hamburgers out. <laughs> I don't know why you thought I would be, be making a joke that, the, the, about not bringing them out. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's our key problem is just that we just don't always get each other. Yeah. But we can definitely agree that we like each other. Yeah. And I want to do shows with you tonight. I want to do, you know, there's, I don't want to give away the details because, you know, it's always a secret who my guests are. But there's a gig coming up that you have where I'm piggybacking at Douglas Movies and want you to be a guest. So that's the question. Do we do an entire episode where, like, maybe uh, do an hour and 20 minutes of just fucking around talking about whatever you know and movies because you're fun to talk to about movies it's not like you've never seen a movie and then in the last 10 minutes like you know pick some name tags and come up with some silly game to determine who the winner is like maybe throwing donuts at a whoever can hit a bullseye with a donut or something I mean like and not make it like me trying to desperately get back to my quiz show that the listeners fucking love that Burt Kreischer turns off when that part happens. By the way, <laughs> can I tell you what's what's also a pivotal problem in this is I love when you're trying to get back to the game show. That's my favorite part is when TJ or Todd or someone is distracting you. That right. is because you, you, you are the audience member that will Leave it on if that's happening, but turn it off if everyone's just playing the everyone's, game. In a dude, polite, there are people. In a there are manner. people I will not listen to. So I'm like, this is a fucking snooze fest. Like, where's the chaos? Where's the fun? Right, right. And that's part of your biggest mistake last night is I didn't ask you to bring chaos, and I never will ask you to bring chaos. I'll ask you to bring to be fun and funny, but I'm not asking for chaos. The show itself has it all built in already. You know, the audience brought donuts. If any one of you guys had picked the donuts, then we would have proceeded to pelt people in the audience with those donuts. But you don't, know? let's not forget, let's not forget that some of our best times on stage are when chaos goes AWOL, i.e. Cobb's Comedy. When chaos leaves? When, 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 when we were at Cobb's yeah, Comedy. Yeah. And, and I would argue to say, had I not been on that show, 
The donut throwing would have never started. You wouldn't have thrown a donut at me from across the stage. It was that was complete chaos. And it, and we do and, it all the time. And so and it would have would have happened without you. But go ahead. Well, no, I, mean, I wouldn't have hit a guy in the chest with it. That well, was, yeah, but like, that was fun. Yeah, we like. No, it was great. That's what I'm and, saying. So, so you had a couple great appearances. Please but. understand where I say in that one. That one you didn't storm off, and I did. I don't feel like I was any different. You and, were. You you had both of us were different. You, yeah. you can't say that we were both the same all those times because right. the shows ended up completely turning out differently. It's just it's just it's just from a position of where I think in diff- in some ways we were both feeling disrespected by each other instead. I never time. felt disrespected by you. You didn't? I, no, I'm, no, I'm being dead serious. That's the that's where I. That, that's where I feel like. Well, wait, well, so why do you care how much we insult you or how much we uh, rag on you? If it was, because that's that's it was, being it was, disrespectful. I, you could have done that all night long. It was when you did it. It was it was when when I was sitting there hat in hand. I didn't mind you doing it, and I didn't mind you doing it because I pissed you off. I, I and I was like, I was we're like, I was like, if I go top of each other, like, if, Hobbs is also a better yeah. layout. No, but it, but if you in were sitting next to me, I had definitely upset you, and I realized I upset you, and I did not realize it until the moment we were in that hallway, and I was like, "Fuck, man, I've really upset Doug," and then I was like, "How do I turn this around?" And I was like, "I was like, I'll come in with my shirt off in the back," and you lost it. And I went, "Okay, this is not. I need what I need to do. I'm being dead serious." I was like, "I need to stand on that stage and sincerely apologize," and and that, and then that's the truth. So I got on the stage, and I knew in my head. What, what will need to happen is Doug will say some things about me that will be very accurate about how he's feeling and there will hurt but I'm going to be fine the problem happened when, Je- when, when I felt like me and you were okay but Jeff wouldn't stop and he just kept attacking me and I felt like going he, and I felt like because in a way he I've known him he didn't have anything else to work with but hold on Jeremy just sat there quietly because he's obviously not going to start chiming in and like in the one time he did like say something about what was going on he got, he was, got a big he, laugh but, yeah. but I'm just saying that I, I you know I, I didn't want you or Jeff or any, I, you know I don't want anybody to say anything mean to anybody uh, on my show that's also not what the show is yeah well uh, listen I don't I, I feel like my one avenue sometimes on the show is that people attack me and I'm cool with that I'm cool with you making fun of me and fucking call me an idiot or whatever totally cool with that I'm cool with Jeff Patton and you all doing it at the same time I'm cool with that too what, uh, what it was very gentle it was references it was, it was, it was fine it was, like and I was laughing night. and like last night I was like uh, when Jeff said shut your mouth and you're, or, like, or whatever he said that's totally different than right or like you're, you're a fucking idiot Bert you're stupid like, but but that's but here's part of the thing though. And edit all that out because because I don't want Jeff to look like an asshole. And, 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 I, and I, I, don't, I don't really edit the show, but uh, you know I, I'm definitely going to take a look at it and figure out you know uh, stuff to potentially take out. But and you know I don't want anybody to, to look bad or feel bad. But uh, he, you know when. Like, the, this is an example, like, we just couldn't get into a comedic groove for, for, you know, numerous reasons. There's just a lot going on. And, but at one point, we made a couple of, you know, those Star Wars jokes about the Sarlacc pit. And you were like... I you, can't and you And you were, like, making fun of us for that. But the tone was kind of like... 
what you know? What kind of assholes would know that stuff about Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, but was you're, what you were going for, and then I jumped in and said, "You're in a room full of people who all loved what just happened, and now you're sitting here going, why? Why does everybody care about this?'" Again, it's like if I went on a sports program no, in front of an audience and said, "Oh, all you guys that like all these statistics and these sports, you're dumb. You're, you're this. It's ridiculous that you like this stuff. Like, it's not the place to say that." And it also. But it also created you, it put you in more of an enemy position in the in the on stage than than I would ever want you to be in because I think you're the most lovable guy, and you know what I mean. But it was just sort of like you kind of got into a, a villain slot, and then Jeff sort of because because his fun show was taken away. Like we all, I mean, everybody on that stage was really looking forward to to it. So that so it was going badly for. Pretty much all of us, because of everything that was going on, you know. What I mean, it was the whole show. Not the whole show. No, it's there's parts of it are hilarious, and people, like I said, people are going to want to listen to it. I'm just saying that, you know, that the train wrecky aspect of it was like, it, you know, it just makes comedians dig in and keep going back to it and keep and in, and in the case of Jeff, like. We didn't know going into it that he was not. It wasn't going to be a, a terribly competitive round of games because Jeremy later admitted that he doesn't know movies very much, and, and you know, and you you're where you're at. So Jeff is like really great at the games, but then that's how rattled he got at one point is that he couldn't think of an answer in that one game. He was angry, and it was because he was pissed off. He was angry about how. And, uh, and but but so let's so let's so let's maybe dissect a little bit. He was mad. When he stood up and wagged his finger at me, that's like, that's peacocking. That's like, that's <laughs> like, you don't do that. You're yeah, like, but you stood up and walked around the room with us, with your, you know. With yeah, no I'm trying to get a laugh. He right, stood up no. and yelled at me. And that's I went, and I, that's why I told him to go fuck himself. So I was like, hey man, you're my friend. You were my friend. I was under the impression that in a situation where I really look like an asshole, that you would not take a right, chance to he, kick a man when he's down. No, he piled on, but that's part of the problem. Is that like when someone's being an asshole in front of a comedian, it's hard for a comedian I wasn't to being, not say. I wasn't being an asshole. Well, I wasn't saying, being an asshole. Well, you were you were interrupting a lot and making it hard for me to do my show. If you cannot see that, no, I, I no, to that's, tell you. no, that's that's totally fine. And if you think that's funny, no. that's great. But I'm not going to invite that to happen again. I want to do a show with you where, like, when we podcast together in your man cave or. When we're on stage together, it's always a blast because there's no, there are no rules. I have no specific agenda. Yeah. It's just you and I being silly together, and that's not what Douglas movies is. It's this cult now of people that want to see the specific elements, and the, and and there's always curveballs and always different things that happen, and that's why it was fun talking about the cheeseburgers. And to a certain degree, you're right. Like it was, there was lots of laughs from that whole situation. But then when things just kept not being what I wanted to have happen repeatedly from a person who was also telling me that he's been drinking, that he f I flew all the way out here, how can you expect me to not show up drunk, which is a hilarious line, but is that, is that like you drink a lot on planes? Is that your thing? You mean serious? Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. You, yeah. you do? Well, yeah, I, I, because I mean, you don't like flying or because you... I don't like you, flying. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But, you know, to say to me in that moment... Don't invite a guy to fly out to a city to do this show and not expect him to show, show up drunk because that's, that's just funny because most people would just show up not drunk. 
Yeah. After a day of travel. You were like, you, would you, you know, do this he, if it was your show? And I was like, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But also, you don't have to, you know, your show, that's what's so much fun about you is you go out on stage and just start telling stories and things happen and shirts come off. And, uh, you know, but like, that was another thing, like last night in my show, you know, I'm desperately hoping things will get them back, back on track. And then you standing out in the audience with your shirt off means nothing to the listeners. Nothing. It was just... The audience was just all roaring, and there was not—you know—there was nothing funny happening. It was just you were uh, peacocking, as you said. Yeah, but I wasn't—I I wasn't doing it. I wasn't. I know you. I know I what want, you were trying to do, and I know why you always take your shirt off because it's like a—it's thi- just your thing. It's like it's a, not, it's, it's, I was doing it to try to. I was. You would. You would just. How can you not like a man who's standing there with no shirt on? You can it makes not you very like very easily. Well, <laughs> I told you every time you've done it from the moment I met you, put your shirt back on. I say it all the time because I personally don't enjoy shirtless men. It's just not, and it's not. It has nothing to do with your physique. I dare say your physique uh, helps the situation because when a really muscle-bound guy standing around with his shirt off in a situation where people should have their clothes on, I, I I'm, I'm never comfortable with that. Well, I, I was, I mean, I, I said it to you last night in the text. I, I was really caught off guard because I didn't feel, I mean, I, I know the Scarsboro thing, whatever it's fucking called. Yeah, yeah. I know. Sarlacc pit. I know. I, I mean, I guess then I got antagonistic with the crowd, but I, and I, and I was, I, King Kong was the line I didn't get to put in. You, when I said, Harry Potter's got more franchises. Like, oh, dude, I totally fucked up. When I was looking up to try to say that where, uh, when you were like, Jedi's not in the top 20, when I w- went to look it up on the thing, I wasn't looking at the uh, all movies uh, uh, domestic chart. I was looking at just movies from 20th Century Fox. So every, oh. si- <laughs> so every single one I said, this movie's this number on the chart, this movie's that number. If anybody checked it, they'd be like, what chart is he looking at? Because yeah. it was all uh, uh, off by quite a bit. I mean, 20th Century Fox is one of the top five or six studios. I was, I was using that all to get to one fucking fact that I had. Right. Well, I mean... Welcome to my world, trying to get to something and people won't let you get to it. Yeah. That's what my show is uh, on the regular. But when guests are on that are like, uh, you know, docile is not really the right word because I want people to have energy and have fun. But when it's when everyone's just sort of like mostly taking their turn, it's just, you know, for me, that's when that show's really fun. But, you know, I mean, my favorite, I would love to have you on Getting Done With High, but, you know, that's, you, you know, that's your own personal choice but that show it doesn't matter what you know anything can you know you can say or do anything and it just it is you know we just get high and just things happen you know have you done the, the Dining with Doug and Karen show yeah I thought so that we probably had a great time doing that too yeah because yeah, there's no show. yeah that show's a little I, I that show's gotten weird because interrupting a comic while they're trying to do their act was the original idea but then when it became a podcast Nobody wants to actually do their act on a, something that's going to be put out yeah. where they're, you know, they're blowing their material and I'm sitting there adding jokes to it. So um, it just became come out and fuck around and, you know, which is fun, but it's, it just became kind of a different thing. But I, you know, a bottom line is that I think we both understand each other a little better. I mean, like, I definitely... If I had taken, just taken, if I had just, when you walked in, if I had just taken a breath 
and went, let's just do the hamburger thing and see what happens. Everything might have gone completely differently. So I, I absolutely take uh, credit for, you know, things going wrong. Well, I... I cl- and it didn't go 100% wrong. There's a lot of funny stuff in there. Yeah, I, I mean, I really thought it was... I thought it was actually going really great. I, I, when you walked off stage, I was so fucking shocked. Yeah, and that's like maybe maybe if you listen to it, that maybe. I'm not listening to it ever. Oh, okay. I have no fucking interest in listening. To oh, okay. It. Well, then, yeah, all right. Because because you, I don't like listening to ones I'm on. There's a bunch not, of times like, I say things chaotic. to you where I'm very sincere and it doesn't get a laugh, and where I'm trying to get you to do this or that, and yeah. so that's why you just missed. That's why when you followed me out there, I was I left because I was mad. I didn't want to talk to you anymore. And then you followed me back there, and that's why. Uh, you realize, and just like when you first when you first arrived that night, I'm in the green room. I'm racing around. I'm preparing this really complicated game that we're going to play that I had to put together. Uh, you know, last I was putting it together last minute, which is not your fault. It's my fault, but I still like was doing it. And you know, I was in this new club, never been there before. It's weird and hard to find. It's back behind the for people listening that want to go to Helium in uh, St. Louis. It's behind the Weber Grill restaurant. <laughs> Just look for the big Weber grill and then go behind it. Um, but anyway, so I'm in there, and this has happened to me, you know, a bunch of times lately, and it's just become a pet peeve, is the uh, person coming through a door into a space where I am with uh, the periscope running. It wasn't or, periscope. Or video or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You, you had a selfie stick yeah, in one hand, walk. and you had all the burgers yeah. in the other hand, and you, you came into that tiny green room. And you were like, uh, and, and so me, like, what is, why are we being filmed? And then you said the thing about, I bought a hundred burgers. And then I reacted honestly and uh, wasn't, it, I don't think anybody thought it was funny when I said, this is a restaurant. No, uh, that's I the reason it, why I didn't want you to. I thought it was actually hilarious when you said that. Burgers. That's what I'm saying is it's like, I wasn't saying that to be like, I, I got to start ragging on Bert. I'm telling him this is a restaurant and I don't yeah. want you to get those hamburgers away. Oh, I didn't. You, I, I, that's what I proceeded to tell you three or four times, and somehow the hamburgers kept coming out on stage. And I don't know, I don't know where in there you. I laugh at the end of my own jokes a lot, or I smile, or I, or I get a laugh. I mean, I said a lot of things to you last night, and that's why again it goes back to if you were really shit faced, that would make perfect sense. That would be a perfect excuse for what was happening because you kept saying the same things and kept ignoring what I was asking you to do. And kept trying to do, you know what I mean? A drunk person would keep bringing the hamburgers back in no matter how many times you'd tell them stop it and take them away. Mm-hmm. That's like drunk behavior, you know? So that, once I'm in a loop of that, once I'm like dealing with a drunk person, I, you know, I don't like it. And so the fact that it felt like I was dealing with a drunk person is part of what fueled my, you know, being meaner to you than like I normally would. But we also, you know, teasing each other is part of our thing anyway. You know, so I honestly don't like I. I was thinking today when I was walking around the mall, I was thinking like I've never thought of you as an annoying drunk or someone who shows up to things drunk. You know, mm-hmm. and so that was like another thing that like kind of, kind of surprised me. And we just had a you know we just had that incident with Judy Gold recently. I've had an episode where me and all the guests got really drunk, and it is just awful to listen to. But people. People like it because it's so train wrecky. Like, that's part of the problem with last night is I was trying to stop from happening what if I just kind of let it keep happening, uh, people would have loved it. 
people would have loved if we just stayed a mess the whole time and just. <laughs> and I think that's where I got confused. Right. It's because you love it when you listen to it. That's what I like. But it's not the regular. It's not regularly how the show goes. Like the other night, in we did a show in, at Meltdown Comics in uh, L.A. and uh, Shane Black was on the panel. And I don't expect you to. There's no reason for you to know offhand who he is, but he wrote Lethal Weapon and and wrote and directed this movie that's out now called The Nice Guys with Russell Crowe and uh, yeah. Ryan Gosling. And uh, he, I had two guys on with him, two comics that were like, you know, they didn't they didn't give him complete respect. They were still being like funny and, you know, they were all, he, and he jumped in too, you know, they were all kind of like, everybody was ribbing everybody and it worked. But at the same time, there was just a little bit of like, the three of us that weren't that guy, Shane Black, he also, you know, he also did uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and like movies that some comics love, the the, the, uh, the Long Kiss Goodnight, Last Boy Scout. So there was like this kind of a little air of respect, you know, yeah. that I don't think any of us really had for each other last night. It was more like just a bunch of guys that are friends and it just got, we just got too. Like, if we had any of those discussions or arguments in a private setting, it, it wouldn't matter, and we'd probably, probably get over it easier. There's something about how we were making a show and all that shit was going on. It was like, you know, in my head, I mean, in a normal show, I'm thinking about a bunch of things at once. But then last night, I was just like, and again, that's why I think I kept beating up on you and Jeff kept beating up on you, because it just starts to feel like that's what is supposed to be happening like not that you're necessarily bringing it on yourself but just that like that's just where it where it is and we can't get out of it and those those the rebound stuff is really it's really compelling because it is because I wasn't saying the things you were about need to rebound but I needed to rebound for the whole show the whole time I needed to be fucking out of my hole and have my you know feel like I'm happy with what's happening yeah, I mean, you know, and I was like, I'm probably not even going to put this episode out afterwards, you know. And then the club's like, Oh, we really like, the, you know, we really like uh, that you did the show here, and we want people to know about the club. I'm <laughs> like, so I'm feeling bad about that, you know, like because I get that. It's a, you know, it's a newish club, and it's hidden in the back of a mall behind the Weber Grill. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, there's... It's your show. Right. The end it of wasn't it. last night. No, it no, sure no, no. It was definitely your show last night. It left... Like, it, it is... I think maybe I was confused because they had asked me to fly in early to do it that I thought... How would you do all that, this media that you did this morning if you didn't fly in yesterday? I wouldn't have done it today. I would have done it Friday. I stay home on Thursdays. But, I, I, I fly in on Thursday and do my show Thursday night. Oh, see, that's, but that's, like how, that's part of how I couched it is because I've had people come in the night before because they're coming in anyway. I was told that, I was told that you, they would only do Doug Loves Movies here Wednesday night if I was flying in. Well, we might have still done it, but I asked him, can, you know, is Burke going to be there? Mark came, came in Mark Roseman came into my green room and said, let me know oh, if you, you can come in, in come in Wednesday because they want to do a Doug Loves Movies and we'd like to have you on that. And, and he goes, if you can't, then we won't do it. And I said, okay. And I thought, I love Doug. I love doing Doug Loves Movies. I was under the impression that 
if you were piggybacking this show onto my weekend to do a Doug Loves Movies like you have done in San Francisco, in D.C., in Philly, I was under the impression that you would be aware what energy I brought to the show and that it wouldn't be a docile that I would be the same as I've oh, always been. Well, I get it. And I've had. I also, I also have known you long enough to know that every time I've given you a sincere instruction, that's not that's not unreasonable. Dude, I you, do not. You, I literally taken it as you know what I'm saying. It's just like I don't know. You you just came in there so hot on that idea with those burgers that you were not going to let it go. I can't. You were not going to drop it. I know. And, and I, I was hot against it, and so then that's where all the conflict comes from. I wish to God that I had never brought up the burgers. I mean, I, I literally think... I mean, we could have found different ways to, you know, have problems during the show, but, you know, not every show you've been on has been completely smooth, but I just felt like... I've had bad shows before. Bad shows. Not Douglas movies. I've done horrible shows on Douglas movies before. Which one was horrible? I'm not going to bring it up because I want people to go look it up and listen to it. Why not? Who cares? They have to really dig to find it. There's many, many, many episodes and a lot of them are behind a paywall now. Um, the one with Pete Holmes, well, me, yeah. and TJ. Yeah, well that's... You know. And Sam Levine. And it ended with me, with them holding Sam Levine, me with my shirt off, dancing. Where was it? At, at UCB. So, like, in my head, I always look at that and Why go... Why was that well, a bad one if those guys were being obnoxious? Uh, like, didn't did they no, just do their own obnoxiousness? It was only bad because uh, I made the term fat chick, oh, okay. and you got really upset that I no, said I fat chick. You said... I didn't get really upset. You really don't understand my... Uh, your audience. My moods. You don't, I you, don't understand you your don't moods. Understand I where, really don't understand You don't understand moods. where I'm coming from. Do you think this would have been different had you been high last night? I didn't get upset at the fat chicks. I just pointed out and got some laughs off of the fact that yeah. nice people don't call women fat chicks. Yeah. They just don't use that expression. And I said... And you're a very nice person. And I said, <laughs> I said I'm the only one fucking a fat chick. <laughs> your By the way, isn't fat. It didn't get the laugh that right now. <laughs> and so... Yeah, like, I definitely have a hard time reading your moods. Like, I, that is certain. I feel like, uh... Yeah, so, I mean, that's like, I, you know, I guess if I know that, I can say... My moods are pretty I simple. Say, it's just positive. I can, I'll start it with, I'm not kidding. Do not bring those hamburgers out or whatever. But even then, it feels like, it feels like you might think I was kidding even if I said I'm not kidding. <laughs> it just feels like, uh... Yeah, it's just, um, it's weird. It's, uh, comedians don't listen. I've learned that. I've done a lot of shows. And they're all, there's comedians on all of them. And, um, they, listening is not their strong suit. If they're excited about the games and wanting to win, then they'll pay attention. But that tends to be, you know, just guy comics that are nerdy and, uh, super into, uh, have a competitive nature, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but like you know Tig Notaro has been on a few times and does not care to win nor care to know anything about movies and when she talks she says things that are kind of funny she doesn't completely she doesn't derail it but at the same time I think she and I are both just happy with me not asking her and her not you know and her not asking me like that's just not something she's just not on it anymore you know some people fame out of it you know like they get too famous to keep coming back uh which that's where tj miller's headed in that direction right now 
Um, but yeah, I was, yeah. But having having all these complicated like people used to always tell me, why don't you explain the Leonard Maltin game in the green room before the show? Because uh, I don't know. Like for example, last night the green room before the show was that tiny room that we were in there. It's not a very big one. And uh, I, did I get? Was there any chance for me to discuss anything with you guys about what was about to happen? Because you, everybody was either out doing, you know, running around, or like you, you were had your hamburgers and your and your selfie stick, and uh, you know they just. Well, felt, I, I don't need you to explain the Leonard Maltin game. No, I know, but I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not the one that said that. I'm saying if I played the new game last night without telling you about it in the green room before the show, uh, it would have been very confusing to you, and that's not my goal. It's not my goal isn't to just get you out there and confuse you, yeah, because yeah. then that gives people a reason to, to shit on you. That has, yeah, but that has that's, no that has no weight in this conversation because I don't we didn't do it. And, and I, no, no, I'm just saying we didn't do it because I, I I had to alter my own plans based on. Would this? What was you think it would have been better had you been high? I was high. No, you weren't. Bert, I thought you, you were. I thought you no said. I thought you said. I thought you said. I wish I was higher. Maybe I might have said. Yeah. Okay. Because I said I walked in. I said, "You guys don't smoke a pot?" And you're like, "No." Oh, in that green room in the in the club in the mall? No, that's okay. correct. We weren't smoking pot. <laughs> you did after the show, though. Yeah. So what's the difference before the show and after the show? Because people are there. Wait. Oh, never mind. It's tough. I, Can I open this hall, this door right here, and smoke weed in this chair right now? No. Is that all right with you? No. That's what that would have been. But you smoked pot in the green room after the show. When no one was there, the place was closed. Oh, okay. I, I don't see the difference. <laughs> I, I mean, you yeah. you smoke pot before every show I've ever seen you do. I go anywhere, out, but I go to a safe space to do it. I, in this case, in the and you didn't feel like it was a safe place. It's in the it's in a mall. Okay, that's There's fine. Nowhere to go. Okay. Where would I go? Okay. Where would I, I go that no one would smell it or, or be potentially upset about it? I, 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 I just had never seen that stop you, so I didn't... I was. Give me an example of where... Cops Comedy Club Green Room. Yeah, it's upstairs and has a window yeah. going out to the street, and uh, no, nobody in the club can smell it. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say helium at Philly, but I don't, I don't remember. Meltdown, I go outside, out back. I mean, it's always there's always a place UCB, that's back where it's okay. You know, okay. Philly helium, I go I go. there's a nice alley outside, but they, they'd let me smoke in there if I, if I want. You know, that's the thing. A lot of the pot smoking comics and musicians and stuff, they just sort of light up wherever they feel like it, and they that's their life, and they get away with it because people... You don't buy Snoop Dogg and then say, "Well, hey, what are you doing?" You know. So you can understand that. That's what I, but, I just thought yeah, the same about you. No, no, I know, but I don't. But I don't. No play, one, I no don't one, play that way, and you also haven't noticed that. Like that's something you just never. Yeah. I never. Got but also, saw you there was discreet. there was minutes to spare when you got there. Yeah. Because you had to make a hamburger run. Damn. <laughs> It, it, you went to so much effort for it, which was part of what was so funny about it. it is was that, not, like, none of that was funny to you. <laughs> no, it was definitely funny. It was definitely funny to me. We had laughs about five guys and how they, they wouldn't they wouldn't even do it. Yeah. And then, but even that, even that Burger King actually started making the burgers. Like, what if you did just not show up? I mean, I guess yeah. things like that happen. But a hundred burgers that just go to waste—that seems I, yeah. Like it's crazy that they did it. But you know, I, I can find humor in all all of that stuff. I'm just saying that like. It just set us on a path that we couldn't get off of where we just kept, uh, you know, just conflicting on on what 
what should happen next each time. There's a few points where you just started going, okay, audience, on a scale of one to ten, or like, Harry Potter, is it better than this or that? Yeah, right. You were doing a lot of that kind of stuff, and it's just like, if you listen to my show, whenever guests do that, I never like it, and I always try to get them to stop. Okay. You know, all I, the time. That's the part of the show I like. Is the part where I try to get people to it's, stop being assholes? The, I, I, I honestly thought, I honestly think, when you invite a... TJ or 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 Pete or myself on the show that you are acquiescing to a more chaotic show in those invitations. Sure. And, yeah. and especially if you bring on and I'm not, I'm not I mean, Pete there's nothing refers, against Pete refers to it as his Doug Loves movies character that he just does cuz like sitting around backstage uh, he's a pretty nice mellow guy. Yeah, he's he very out, nice and mellow. He he's gets very out there and he turns on that thing. And and, I, and, and people love it or hate it, and the ones that love it really love it, and the ones who hate it really hate it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the show, he's going to fame out on me too, possibly. He might get too big to keep coming back anyway, but... Um, are you noticing that the annoying people are all getting famous? No. <laughs> no, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a way to get noticed, for sure, but they're also, they're just very talented, very funny guys, and, you know, I, I think they both... I shouldn't say that TJ and Pete are going to fame out because I think they'd still do the show even even if they get really, really, really famous. I mean, they're both doing great. But even if they get super, super famous, I think they'd still do it. But I have I have other friends, and you you know the kinds of people I'm talking about, yeah. that just, you, you, you can't get them to do anything, you know. You, yeah. you, they just reach a point where they're not, going, doing a podcast is like, feels like a step back to them rather than just a fun thing to go do with their friends. Um, okay, but here's a great example of how I think that last night's show would have been a, a, a markedly different show and we all would have had a blast if John Hamm had been on the show. Holy shit. You know yes, I mean? 100%. Because you'd be excited to be with John Hamm and you I would like, I like you'd let the man talk. Oh, fuck, yeah. Instead of being with, you know, two openers. <laughs> you know, it was just very... And, and Jeff, Jeff Tate had his own kind of alpha situation because he's on the show so frequently and because the audience likes him so much. That gives him some, you know, uh, extra hubris. He felt like you... Yeah. He, he felt... He felt the need to put me in my place. And if I have him on with somebody that, that he, you know, you know, like you guys admire each other, but you're not like, we, I, you're not like big fans of each other. It's not like you. Who, Jeff? It's not like you're sitting around going, I hope I, I get that, to be on with that guy. No, no, but I, I, I was actually really excited to see we Jeff all last night. We all And were. I told him on the show, I said, I said, you know, I think you're hilarious. I said, I, he called you the other day and said how funny I thought you were. And. He pretended not to remember at first, and then. And you called then, who? I called Jeff. I was in an airport. We all made a joke about that. And you called him up and said. I said, "Hey man, you're hilarious." I haven't been watching you do stand up, and I'm just got onto a thread of watching some of your videos. You're really hilarious, and he pretended not to remember at first. I know he remembered. I know he remembered that. Very seldomly do comics call each other to go, "Hey man, I just." Was been watching some of your yeah, videos. Yeah, I remember it. Yeah, and he went like this, and I went, Jeff, was that an airport? And he was like, Oh yeah. And I, as soon as he did that, I was like, What the fuck's going on with him? Well, he's got some things that are happening. Yeah, oh, I'm certain. He's got some issues, you know. But but I, and my my only the only reason, I mean, the only I I have no I don't really have any 
I want you guys to be friends because I, you know, I, I know both of you and I know you're both nice guys. And it just, it just got, it just got weird last night because everybody was trying to do something, and uh, you know, he just sort of like, you know, just stepped, stepped over the line in, in policing. But you know, I've had to, I've had conversations with him after shows. Hey, hey, man, when I'm like halfway through the setup of what's, you know, sounds like it could potentially be a joke, like. Don't don't dive in. And last night when you stood up and told him that was the funniest thing that's ever been said on any podcast ever, I thought of the exact same thing the same time he did and, did, really? and started to say it. And he, he said his louder, and I didn't get it in. And then you started telling him how amazing he is. And I think I think what, <laughs> I, what, I think what hurt my feelings genuinely was that I had a couple times where I told him, "God damn it, it's so funny. You're so funny." Like. Right, and, but that's and, that's why all of this is so frustrating. Is we and, all and, like and then, each other. And then and you then, love Jeremy, obviously. I offered Jeremy <laughs> guest sets all weekend. You did, yeah. The second I sat down, I said, yeah. "Do you like Come guest buy sets?" I some guest sets, yeah. I thought Jeremy was fucking hilarious. Now listen, but don't like. I mean, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just you know what I mean. You know, the next day, when if I say uh, you know John was on the panel, and you wouldn't go John who if it was John Ham, you know. It was a guy, a comic you don't really know, yeah. and and the show became about you and Jeff and me, and he just sort of was just there on the sidelines, you know. We didn't really get to highlight uh, him or his comedy very much, you know. But that's because he didn't, you know. That's that's part of. I think that's part of what was going on with Jeff is that he just he was just he wanted he wanted to participate in some way, and he chose to you know talk to you that way, and I I didn't. I didn't like hearing either of you guys say any of that kind of stuff to each other because I, I don't like that on the show in general because that's that's just not what I'm going for. But I also uh, wait. What that got a really big laugh. Did you bring up the Marion Kumail feud? No, I'm sure. Who said that? Was that Jeff? Somebody said sure it, it and it got a big laugh because there was when Kumail and Mark Mark Marin were on together. That was a that was an interesting. I listened to that one because they were pretty vicious to each other. Yeah, I, I I'm not I. I'm not a vicious person. No. And I never sh- tried to get vicious. I got uh, I got my feelings hurt when Jeff wouldn't stop. And that's why and that is why it ended poorly. But you were not stopping doing what you were doing. When I was you did that too. I was totally done. I, w- well, I didn't no, say a fucking word. Do, I didn't Doug, there was a point where I actually had my mic on my lap. I didn't say a word. I was right. so quiet was when like, I came back. You know how loud that is when you're sitting there like I'm not even going to talk. No. I'm going to sit you, here you with just my said mic I was talking. Lap. You said I was talking. I wasn't talking. No, no, dude, dude. I'm saying there was a good 40 minutes of me trying to make things happen where you were stopping it, stopping it, stopping it all yes, the time. Yes, you're right. And That's so 100%. I'm saying, yes. when he finally started yelling at you, yes, you may have been done. But he was like just in that mode because it was just – that's that's all that was going on was just like the – What's 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 going to happen with Burt show is what it became, you know. Well, I didn't. I I wish I wish. And I I, I wish. The I same would thing. I would wish as a friend, and I've talked to my friends about this. I would wish as a friend that they would see me in that position, and not you in this position, sure. because in this position I felt that you. I, I was. I had realized I had pissed you off, and I didn't. Know what I did, but I knew you were mad, and I said, "Right, that's like I a deserve dog's behavior." No, but I, I or a husband, it's, it's, or just or just someone. You know how the wife will be mad at you, and you have no idea why. It's, it's it's, and I and I said I'll get up there and and whatever. If Doug wants to say whatever he wants to say to me, I, I do. That's fine, and that'll be that'll be how we get this out of here. And what hurt my feelings, what 
is my issue is that I would have wanted, I would have expected a friend, not you in this situation, but Jeff, to help lift me up out of the hole as I try to bury it. Right. And that, what he was trying to do is Unfortunately, most it. jokes that, you know, that you're doing with another comic are, you know, they tend to go the, you know, insult direction. But also, I think he was genuinely mad that you... He was mad. Oh, he was mad. I think mad. he was mad that you were, you know, uh, a pro, you know, being a, a big presence and also not necessarily, uh, you know, helping us to get into the... Like, he, you know, he's there. He loves... He loves the part where we talk about movies and stuff, but he's really into the, uh, you know, playing the games and being good at them or whatever. And uh, so it's just, everybody got frustrated. I mean, I don't know if Jeremy was frustrated. I don't know what he was thinking down there, but like, especially in the early part of the show, like he just never got to say anything. And that's just, I like it to be more evenly rounded. I like everybody to have a chance to talk and participate and and uh, and take turns. And it's just. And, the, and that, that dynamic's going to change every time you get a different set of people sitting there, you know, because there's always going to be, you know, the chance that someone's going to talk too much or someone's not going to talk at all. Like, that's always, that's always a sign. It's always like actors and directors and, and people that aren't stand-up comics uh, will, will hope put the mic in their lap. And then the next time they have a thought, they'll start talking without lifting it up. And so that's like... To me, that's like uh, I always, you know, I say to them, use your microphone voice or remind them to put the microphone in their face, because like, uh, especially in the games, sometimes you have to respond quickly, and so that's a, a bad position to be in. But, but yeah, when you did that, uh, I, you know, that's the other thing is it's all just a, you know, a mess in my head because uh, we, we got a lot of, there was a lot that happened in that, in that ninety minutes. There was a lot that went on. And I also have to say to you that, I mean, I, I obviously owe you an apology for just how you know, poorly it, you know, the direction it went in and for getting mad at you when, when you were you know, just trying to have fun. But also, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate that at one point you did just, you know, when you did get up and leave, uh, That was that. That meant a lot to me. At the end, I mean, it was almost over anyway. But we still played the game for a little while after you left. Well, I figured. I mean, it's interesting because I, I, I. We was, did your plugs again too at the end. The, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I. Yeah. No. It was interesting. Yeah. yeah, it was. All right. I mean, let me see where we're at. You missed the best joke than this whole fucking po- the only joke in this podcast, which was you said something. If you go back and listen to your episodes, and I said to you, I don't like listening to my episodes; they're too chaotic, and you didn't laugh. And I went, oh fuck. It's too caught up in my my thoughts, I guess. Yeah. Because that's part of it. It's like, as comedians, we're all sitting out, out there in, in a way kind of thinking of what we're going to say and also taking in what's going on. And so sometimes the thinking of what you're going to say makes you completely miss. I hear that all the time, like in like Howard Stern interviews and stuff, like the way he interviews people. He barrels forward so steadily and continuously 
that sometimes he doesn't even notice when somebody says something funny or something that he should follow up on, but he's doing something else, you know? So I'm concerned because I will drink for my show, and at your show tonight, I will have had drinks. Right, but that's what I'm saying is if you come out and you just are just there with me playing, you know, the the last man stand with the audience, it'll just be about us uh, goofing around with the people and their... uh, their name tags and like you could even you could even not play the game if you don't want to. Okay. I mean I just want to give you a heads up. No, like, that's, that's that's I don't I don't have like a lot of ways to do comedy. I do one way. No, I know and I'm, I we've already we've already we've already clearly established that I've never had a problem with you when we're just on stage together screwing around for some reason. Yeah. That's never bad. Yeah. But uh I think that uh Oh shit. The bottom line here, from from my perspective, I don't know what you've learned, but what I've learned is that my teachable moment is that you're right. If I invite Bert Kreischer on, that you know, it's gonna they're gonna be there's there, there's I am inviting chaos, and and I I already sort of knew that, but now I just have to be because that's also what's sort of I've evolved with, like I was saying earlier with Pete Holmes. I just sort of know it's going to happen and go with it, and we walk away friends every time, even though he's constantly saying shit I don't want him to say or shit that's stupid, and then or, or disrupting the show, and then me, you know, uh, giving him a hard time for it. But you know, it's always tr- it's always trying to keep it, always trying to uh, do it in a fun and funny way, which especially when you're busting balls, comedians busting balls, like. I don't do too many shows with, like, uh, New York comedians, but you've been to uh, the Comedy Cellar near the, the, the table yeah. where the comics sit, and yeah. if anybody, any comic walks by yeah. wearing a hat or whatever, the whole they all just go to town on them, yeah. and they're vicious, you know? It's funny, whenever I have them on Douglas Movies, though, maybe it's because they're, you know, it's a different environment to them, even though it's in New York, it's not... You know, it's not as ball busty, you know, as they're, as they are when they're just all together or doing a, a podcast together that doesn't, that's not Doug Lowe's movies. Yeah. Might be the game show format kind of takes away some of that a little bit. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, and, and, and by saying the next time, you know, when I invite you to come on, I'm going to expect chaos. I, Don't expect chaos. Trust me. Don't expect chaos. I've learned my lesson. Well, but that's so. No, I mean, like, listen. I, listen. So then I get to learn nothing. No, I, there's nothing. No, I mean, what? It's, it's. So you really think that if I the next time you came on, you'd just be completely different? I would try. It's, I mean, from what I'm hearing, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not. Maybe it's the hearing me part. What I'm hearing is is something I've never heard from you, and and I feel really horrible because I go, oh, I've always thought you liked. Me because I'm a little chaotic. I always thought yeah, that's what you, you enjoyed about you me. You threw that word in there, little, uh, a little chaotic. Well, you, cha- you've been a you little chaos is like a little pregnant. It's yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you said it though. I, I, yeah. So, so you, chaos, just chaos. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and so, and so, so, but you don't always bring chaos. And it depends on who the other guests are. Apparently. Oh I mean, no! I mean no! You're you're totally accurate in your assessment. Of, there's me feeling like I, me feeling, me feeling the pressure. 
me feeling a different type of pressure when it's someone like uh, me, Jeff Tate, and Jeremy, as opposed to me, Patton, and Jeff Tate, and uh, and Andrea. Like, yeah. I, like I didn't. I and, and in a weird way, I just said, I as soon as the you guys started making fun of what I was wearing, I was like, I'm getting laughs, and I don't have to say anything. Perfect. And I didn't say a fucking yeah, word. And you were laughing a lot. I was I'm laughing like, a lot. I was and, laughing and, hysterically, and, and I and it was chime fun. in. But and that's totally different. And you're and if you're assuming that. It's not based out of my disrespect for two openers. It's not that. It's just that. And they're they're more than openers. I I I just was being silly when I use that expression. Yeah, but it's 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 not my lack of respect for them. It's but but trust me, if you had Brad Pitt on stage, I would probably be a lot more measured. That's I don't have to trust you. I I know that to be a fact because I already have anecdotal evidence of that you you behave differently in front of different guests. And you're still fun every time. Just last night, uh, I wasn't I wasn't letting it. I was trying to stop the chaos when I should just uh, at least give into it a little bit. I was really I felt like I was fighting you most of the way, and if I had just given in more. Uh, uh, and and also we did still have some laughs and some and some fun moments and uh, you know I, I was happy to be interacting with you but in terms of the uh, the future it's like I've, I've already got plans to do you know for you to be on the show again it's not like I it's not like I don't want you or that chaos it's just that for some reason last night it just it, it just all went south. Yeah. It's the fucking burgers. It's my well, it's also just, you know, in my head what's going you know, what's going on is like we're spending so much time on this cheeseburger thing that I didn't want to happen at all, you know, and then suddenly it became such a big thing and then so then I'm just mad that like it keeps going and things are happening and I you know, whatever I do to try to stop it isn't 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 making a stop. Which is exactly how you should have felt when everyone was just ragging on you because once we got into that mode, there was, it was hard to, you know, shift gears. You know, I get a lot of, you know, it happened just the other day with uh, Jesse Joyce was on. Uh, you know, sometimes a comedian will just go off and then they'll turn to me and go, okay, Doug, what do you want to do next? And, and I always, it always stings a little bit because it's like, yeah, thanks for letting me host my show. Thank you very much, you know. And because I was about to do what I wanted to do next. That's what I'll do. I'll just do what I want to do next. I don't have to, no one has to throw to me. No one has to say, it's your turn to talk, Doug. You know, it's, it's, it's my show. But at the same time, it's a fun, freewheeling show with multiple guests. Yeah, have you ever listened to a 12 Guests of Christmas episode? No. Where I'll get 12 comics out on stage and try to do a show? No. It's ridiculous. It's just a huge mess every time, and people love it. Well, I mean, I, I, I guess what I like in the show is the thing that you don't like in the show. Like, well, it's the thing that I, you know, I, I'm, I, you know, I never, I still release the episodes and stuff because people enjoy it, and I acknowledge that they enjoy it, but. I get more compliments for episodes where everyone just behaves calmly and takes their turn talking than I do the ones that are crazy. The ones that are crazy, again, are just polarizing is what they are. Yeah. You know, that's, what the, that's why you have a hat that has a P on it. 
you know it's just it, 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 people react to it one way or another and like I'm sure I bet there'll be you know it, it, also in our worlds our you know the, the, the Venn diagram of our worlds like there's like uh, you know people that if they if if they hear the words Doug Benson and, and Burt Kreischer are feuding or have a problem with each other uh, people will just start taking taking a side and having an opinion about it just based on you know you know, there's a certain number of people that love both of us, and then we probably have a, a slightly separate camps a little bit too. No, you know, and it's like I just want everybody to know it's it's all pure love, and and you're absolutely not you are not even the top five worst guests I've ever had on the show. Are you sure? Cause... Which is a pretty weird compliment, <laughs> but it's true. You're number six. <laughs> But just for last night, I mean, like, was there ever a time before where we where it got? I mean, you said you had one that you didn't like because it was Sam and Pete and TJ. But there's never no, ever, I, 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 most I, of the time it's, it goes pretty smoothly. Yeah, I, there's, it's special there's some of the like, chaos. I think, I think the the ones that are hard for me are the ones in LA. Uh, right, and that's the thing is I've I've noticed that with you, and that's part of the reason why I like doing these with you on the road is because you're uh, just have a more sort of uh, open and less worried kind of... Uh, I mean, that's probably why you might not get the idea to get 100 hamburgers in L.A. You might just show them... I would them never do that. Like, I would never yeah. do that. Yeah, but here is like, all right, we're in St. Louis. This is going to be a blast. I'm bringing some hamburgers. Yeah, you know? I would never have done that in L.A. I would never... I would just show up. But yeah, I was excited. Yeah, and that's what I want. That's I was, what I want. Yeah, I know. And, and, and you know, and... Uh, no, just be honest. If John Hamm had shown up with 100 hamburgers... Would you have been like... It's fucking ham is in his name, dude. But would you say <laughs> don't bring him on stage? Um, that's a great question. But also, I just think that he and I would have would have communicated better because one of us if, if should t- have been more clear about what we were going to do with the hamburger. No, but like... You know what I mean? Like, if he walked in and said, I brought this for the prize bag and it's 100 cheeseburgers, I'd be the same reaction with him or you. I'd be like, oh, great. That's a weird thing to give away, but that's what somebody's going to get. But for some reason, it translates to me that it was just more like you brought him to give to everybody. No, and, I was... And if he did that, well, of course, I'd probably, like, give into it because, yeah. you know, because it is him. You know, it's, I'm very grateful that he's on the show, but I was also grateful that you flew out and also... In a weird way, like, you know, it's not, it, it, it wasn't, that doing that wasn't like, you did it in the sense of fun and a, a nice thing, and you spent some money and some time, but again, I'm thinking, you know, did he get so drunk on the plane that that's why this is happening? No. You know I, what I mean? I did it because I, I'm, that's my personality. Right. I like but, that. But I you like wouldn't that. do it in L.A., so. I wouldn't know. do it in L.A., and, but. So that's where, that's where a lot of the confusion comes in, is like. You know, just because we're on the road, that, that, to me, that doesn't make the rules different. But you know, in your my, case, my, my, in your my case, point you is, feel better about it. My point is, it's I would never think to do it in L.A. But on the road, I just think I was just so excited, man. I, I saw, I thought, how cool. I don't know. It's, it's stupid to say now because uh, I really yeah, was like, like this I was like, the... how cool, how cool, Doug has fucking. A sold-out show in a fucking club that's only been open four months, and I and I've said this to you a million times, and I maybe maybe like I don't know. I, I, I've always said I I 
I'm so impressed with what you do on the road, and I'm so respect that you do your own thing, that you have a totally different thumbprint than any other comic. And I admire it, and I, I try to emulate it in a certain way. And I literally was doing it out of celebration. I was not doing it to fuck up the night. I really honestly... No, I know and, that. And I brought them out in celebration. It's them absolutely out. not the act of bringing the burgers. It's the act of defying me when I asked you to not do anything with them. Yeah. To leave them backstage. No, I get it. I, get, I, I totally get, get it now. I totally get it now. I'm <laughs> fucking well aware. <laughs> but. Yeah. And it's, but also, it's just, it was all happening so fast, you know? And it was just like, if anybody, and, you know, especially me, it just taking a moment to be like, well, what's, what's the worst thing that could happen if we bring all those breweries out there? But I'm just thinking in terms of, like, the whole show, the, the game part of it is, you know, is a big thing. And that's why it'll be fun tonight doing the game with the audience because it's it's just this one thing and the audience has to do it and you'll really enjoy how terrible they are at it. The people... Because imagine not even being a comedian, not even having stage chops and going up there and standing there and being told the movie begins with O. They fucking just lock up and say, I can't think of anything and then they go sit down. Yeah. And then there's a couple guys and girls that like are, you know, super into movie trivia and they last they last longer, but it's still it's hard. And I for a while I was doing a game, maybe you've played it at one point or another, where I just say the name of a movie and the first person who repeats it back the quickest uh, is the winner. Yeah. You know, because I was just playing around with the idea of, well, what's a game you could play with somebody that doesn't know anything? <laughs> you know, that's, that's not going to come up with the answer. Just give them the answer and make them repeat it back real fast. Yeah. And it's funny. People laugh when we do it. But I've just gotten this podcast going where it's like if you showed up for Nerd Pro Poker, Brian Posehn's thing, Never, and sat there the whole time going, I don't know Dungeons & Dragons. Well, that's what this is. I don't even know what Nerd, nerd, nerd Poker is. It's Dungeons & Dragons. I just told you. Oh, podcast about Dungeons and they play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, yeah. Well, I, right? I would have. I would have just said, "Hey, man, I don't." I'm not, you just never be there. I'd never be there. Yeah, yeah. But I don't phrase it that way. Maybe I should start saying it that way. I'm, I should just start saying it's a movie trivia game show, and not even because I normally say, "Oh, it's just we we play, we talk, we chat, we play games." You know, I try to just make it like so funny. I, I do not. You know, it's so funny. I don't see the. I don't. I don't see it as a movie trivia game show. Right, and that's exactly what it is. Yeah. So you're not seeing it right. I know, but I think <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that. There's I mean, a lot it, of because, people. Well, the, because there's it was, a lot of people that love the show. No, yeah, you're, and I'm, I didn't say that. I'm, right, but you know, I'm, I'm you just don't saying. Correct me. I'm, I'm, I'm saying, saying they like it. They like the way I like it. No, yeah, there are there are yeah. totally a lot of people that like that. Yeah, there's. I have not. I'm just saying. It is fun I, when it gets crazy. It is I fun. definitely click. Not on every episode. I will but on text episodes you where whenever guests, a show goes crazy and to make sure you listen to it because those are your favorites. Like, and I think part of me goes, I I look at a podcast and who the guest is, and I go, that'll be a good one. But I don't look at it like I know Sam Levine's really good at the show. Mm-hmm. He's not maybe my favorite person to hear on your show. Because he's very serious about the game, and I'm sure there's a lot of people love that he's super serious about it. But I like a comedian on there. I like someone who's fucking he's making jokes. He's pretty funny too, though. 
when I played, he was so fucking but serious. But he wants, he definitely wants to win the game, and he definitely will tell people when they're doing something wrong, especially me. But yeah, it's uh, it's just it's a it's it's a hybrid thing that like some guests are going to come on and just dread and not be into the games at all, and uh, others can't wait to get to the games, you know, and want to want to win and do well, and. Like, that's a thing that, like, this didn't happen with you, but it happens, it's happened a few times lately, and it always bums me out. I'm rotating a lot of games around, you know, to try to find ones that I like, because the Leonard Maltin app is a dead app, and that's what I use to play the Leonard Maltin games. That's why I haven't been playing it on the show anymore. Plus, it's also hard to explain to new guests, and I'm just tired of that process of having to explain to a guest, you know, you bid this many, you do this, you do that, negative names, it's all this too complicated. So, but I do have a bunch of different games, and on three or four different shows, and Jeff is one of the people that did this, uh, oh, we gotta find out if they're making vines of uh, Howling Jeff at the Moon, if anybody's done that. That hasn't been released. Oh, 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 yeah. Could be in the audience. That's so funny, I've, I've gotten vines all day, and I've not been looking at them. But anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh, something, I don't know. Oh, I got a cast off. Jeff. Oh, uh, people have, on the panel, have said, like, I'm trying to wrap up the show, and they go, aren't we going to play? And they'll say a game that we didn't play. And the show's, like, ending. But you know how audiences are when you, you know, especially cheesy comments they go well I gotta go everybody and then they'll go oh and they're like okay I'll stay you know yeah. that kind of shit when you say we didn't play this game the whole audience goes yeah play it and I go we're out of time they're like Ugh! you know and so the whole audience is mad at me now because and it's an innocent thing for the guest to say oh I really yeah. hope to play that game or whatever yeah. but it's like at the same time it, it you know it's aggravating because I, I'm trying to do a thing where the games rotate around in a way where it's not it's not definitely this, this, and this. So when there is a show like with you or whoever, if we're having fun, like that was the other thing is I could have just played one little, played one quick game at the very end. I could have just read the writing on the wall and just been like, well, let's just fuck around and be silly, all, three, all four of us. And, you know, and- I kind of thought that was what was going to happen. I, I've never been more caught off guard by... Like I really was, and I, and then and caught off guard, right, and, and immediately, immediately um, apologetic. <laughs> like literally, I, I've never. I last night was a was a was, was a. But every other show you've been on at the twenty five or thirty minute mark of the show, we start playing games and we play for an uh, we play yeah. for the rest of the oh, show. Yeah. Every single show. What, what were we? So at last night, you, yeah, I, I hope you weren't sitting there thinking we're just going to do this the whole show. No, no, I, knew, I was I knew trying that. to get to the games and try to. Yeah, you know, try to play this new complicated one that we that we didn't end up playing, and uh, we ended up having to play a few rounds of the other game at the end. But you know, I, adjustments were made. But um, yeah, and and all the tweets that I got from people about the show were all of the, uh, the you know, just awkward. That was wild. That was awkward. But not none of them saying you know I I'm sad I witnessed that. I mean they they loved being a part of that. And you know, and, and almost some of them are even kind of like, I hope you come back to St. Louis, like they, like they are somehow. It's like their fault somehow, but it's not. But also, 
audiences at the show have been getting chattier and chattier with like guessing answers and and uh, just interrupting with things. Like it happened a lot last night, and uh, that's been like a, a frustrating aspect of it for me is that it's just that the people are so into it they can't stop themselves from uh, participating, which is part of the fun in tonight's show is that you know they get right up on stage and and participate. Yeah. Do you want to go to City Museum, or do we not not have enough time now? Do you have things to do? Uh, what time is it? No, I gotta take a fucking nap at some point. I've been up since fucking six doing pressed. What time's your show? Seven. You've been up since six? Yeah, I got to get up at fucking six. To go where? I did five, four radio, five radio stations, four radio stations. No, but uh, last night he was telling me you don't you, oh, you didn't start up. till nine. No, I got no, 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 no. He picked me up at eight. I got up at six. Oh, because. Yeah, because yeah. that's that's a fun way to tell the story. I had to get up at six no, when you could have got up at seven forty-five. I got up at six. I got up at six. <laughs> I got up at fucking six. Yeah. You th- be honest. Be honest. I got. You think I, I had got to get six? up at six because I had no. radio to do two hours later. No, I got up at six and I thought that really bums me out. You ever done that? You ever wake up uh, like just fucking like like fuck, man? I really fucked up. I really fucked up and I don't know what I did and I'm. Fucking bummed. I'm bummed because well, I tried to leave it last night through text that I was, uh, you know, I, all I, night I with you. I didn't think you were not still upset. I was upset with Jeff, and I thought I was like, "Fuck it!" I, like I'm really, I was really bummed. And I woke up at six, and I just sat in bed, and I went and I looked at Google or at Twitter to see how, like, how many people hated me, and no one, no one, no. And I was fine. like, and I was like, and it's just people going, "That was awkward," and I was like, "That was awkward." One guy had the best tweet ever. I had, no idea, I had no idea a live podcast was going to have this many plot twists. Plot twists, yeah. Um, Did have some twists. And and so I was up at six, and I got a cup of coffee. Yeah, no, I, I get like, that. And I, I was thinking this morning, like, uh, you know, I was with I was with you in spirit, because I've certainly done my share of, uh, you know, driving around, doing all the radio in, in the morning, and it... Uh, I was thinking about how, like, I hope he's not, like, so bummed about last night that it, like, it makes this morning a, a big drag for him, you know? Because no. you gotta go in, you can't go in there and be like, I'm not in a great mood today, you know, you gotta... Well, luckily... Go in and sell yourself and... Luckily, the, I had the manager and the assistant manager kind of, like, kind of, like, buffer me. So they picked me up and we just kind of talked about last night. and about what they say? Um, <clears throat> they were, like, they were they were... Really shocked about the whole burgers. They're like, I, I didn't realize the burgers. I the same thing, and but they didn't. They definitely did not hear you say to me, "Don't bring those on stage." So they witnessed me just bring out burgers, which I brought to this club. They didn't know that you had said that earlier, and they're like, "He sure, got really sure. upset about the burgers," and I was like, "Yeah," and I they, I, they don't know me at all. Yeah, and then I was, no, like, I was like, I was shutting down the burgers. I wasn't yeah. upset about it until it wouldn't shut down. Yeah, and, and and they were like, you should, really shouldn't have brought I, burgers. You bringing burgers didn't upset me. I just I just made a decision that I didn't want you to bring them out on stage. Yeah, and they and that was it. And then, but wait, I didn't discuss that with them. That was one of the funniest things is when I uh, took them away and hid them, and then you and then you left the stage, which you know I was like, that's chaos, I guess. But you left the stage to go. And I was like, you know, I felt like you weren't going to find them because I told them to like put them in a refrigerator. Yeah. But then when they, when they when you came back on and then didn't have them with you, I was like, okay, maybe this is over. And then two employees of the club are now carting out these burgers. 
And it was funny because when I told them, uh, which don't say it was funny because uh, by the way, this was the this was the riff in this evening because I thought it was funny too. This is what I was so confused oh, about. Oh no, it's funny in retrospect, but in the moment, I was like, you know, I cannot believe how hard he's he's now enlisting people that work here to defy my very specific act. Like, yeah. I still, I will never, no matter how well I know you or whatever happens in the rest of my life, I will never know why after I physically took the hamburgers off the stage <laughs> that you thought anything I would, that, uh, that bringing them back is something that I would want to happen or that I would be okay with happening. I don't know, Doug. I thought it would be funny. I look, well, I, 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 listen, right, listen, how many times, how many times have you, I, Patrice O'Neill said funny and unfunny come from the exact same place. Yeah. And, and you, you're trying to be funny. I was trying to be funny. Everyone found it funny except for you. And, 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 I, and I thought, I thought in my head, I'm doing a good job if I do my friend's show and get his audience to laugh. I, I thought, literally, it was like, it was as basic as that. Yeah. If, if my friend's show is getting yeah. big fucking laughs, so hard then I'm doing... The a, thing I don't want to happen and make clear to you that I don't want to happen. It got such a laugh when I go... Right. But when you go, how did you find them? So laughs are more important than what your friend asks you to do. Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> let's let's not in why, life. Why not right that, now. Why is that not so right important? now. Not right now. But on stage, kind of. Kind of. Like kind. But not totally. Like um, uh, maybe totally. You, but like you, you if, mostly keep your friendships on stage. You don't actually. You know what I mean? Like you're, you, you, the, you, the things so don't. You, you I would don't, never you, say something hurtful to you. You don't defy somebody. Yeah, you don't say something hurtful. You don't. And like, I would never. You don't and, force and you, somebody to do something they don't want to do. And, and if it's something like, I literally, and I, and for me, it was just burgers. But if you, if you had said, "Hey, man, I just got in a relationship. Don't bring it up." Or I just got engaged. Don't bring it up. Of yeah, course, I would never fucking right, do that. A lot of comics would, which is why I've never even just give them that in the first place. Oh, I would never. I right? would never. Because you do put that. it in their head. No, but but. You might if you get to never, a place. never, never. There's a friend of mine that's very famous uh, that we both know very well. Um, told me that exact thing. Hey, I got engaged. Don't bring it up. And I went, of course. I'm not gonna tell. And so and so and and my right, but no. But I'm talking about you. You're talking about you know the kind of laughs at any costs kind of uh, take no prisoners approach. And I'm saying that a lot of comedians, if you give them. Ammo like that, they're gonna, they are gonna use it against. So wait, so wait, hold on, you, so hold maybe on. you won't. No, but, so hold on. Then, but they don't even do it. They just do it because they just. If a comedian knows something and knows that they can use it, you know, and and it's in the moment, and they're desperate to get a laugh, then uh, you know they'll take advantage of it. It's just like when you know, anytime you tell somebody, comedians, this is comedians, not real people, comedians, when they're told not to do something. Their instinct is it'll be hilarious if I do that thing. Okay. Yeah, that's comedians in general. So then, what? Yep, the burgers. Right, but do not bring them on stage. And but, I just went, but, oh, he'll. Fuck but told laugh. three or four times, it's like. But you just said it. Comedians, when told not to do something, will often do. Right, and you just said that there's opposite. a thing. I found out somebody's engaged. I wouldn't do that. So I would you never do have lines. Oh, of you course, do. of course. Yeah, and so that's where. Like, if you told me, it, like, how many comics do we know that are gay that are in the closet, and we never, uh, you'd never say. Todd Glass. <laughs> I mean, that's the only one I know about because he's out. But even but when he was when he was in, I was just like, you got to be kidding me, Todd! Like you never have a girlfriend, you never date anybody, you yeah. hang out with boys all the time. 
It's a, it's a big, it's a big, when you when a guy doesn't <laughs> hang out with girls at all, it's a big fucking red flag. Yeah, absolutely. Because so, most guys want to be around girls. But, you know, uh, I just should, I should have handled it differently. I can't make you do, I can't make you do anything. I, I was, I, and by the way, man, all of my intentions were based in like a really. No, I know. Like, that's, that, and that's a, that's a terrible thing to be mad at. Is someone that's not They're not being malicious But they're still fucking shit up You know It's hard to be You know I, I, I'll, I'll stand by You said it And I'm repeating you saying it <laughs> And I feel this way I feel, <laughs> feel like if you had just Found it a little funny It would have And acquiesced I did, I did. And acquiesced It would have been a, did, It would have been a really a, great show No Well I, We did get a lot of laughs off of it But also I would have had a great show With With, with You would have had a great show with with, with no hamburgers. With, with, with three people who aren't comedians, you'd still have a great show because yeah. well, the show's not about it's the three the shows a fucking movie podcast, right? But it's comedy too, and, and and you're not wrong when you were saying you know that you that you think of it first as a comedy show, and you know and and it is, but it's got you know it's got all these elements, you know, like it's like uh, you know there's just beats I have to go through, and this is a compliment I've gotten on occasion. About this podcast is most podcasts, you know, that don't have like some sort of game involved, some sort of game format. Do not. They're pretty formless. They're just like kind of like us right now, just having a conversation. Yeah. In this case, it's just about this one thing. So I hope everybody that listens finds this interesting. And if they're still listening, I guess they do. But it's uh, the listeners know I'm going to move on to the next thing. And if somebody's stopping me from doing that and not being hilarious, and and while what while things that were happening were getting laughs, the audience home isn't going to laugh when the waiters from the club walk out with all the burgers because they're not seeing it and none of us described it. So you're getting the laugh in the room and you're not getting the laugh in the hundred thousand listeners that are listening to the podcast. And I think about that shit because it's my I don't show. Think about it. It's you're right. Show, yeah, you're right. You're right. And, I don't think about it. And I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I, this is a successful thing I have. No, I am well aware of that. Yeah. I'm and, not, <laughs> listen, and, you know. I, and, I, if, if, and if it was anybody, it was, if it was somebody you were more scared of than me, or someone that you weren't felt like was your buddy, because we're buddies. If someone I don't know. Maybe you're right. don't know, yeah. But Joe Rogan, if he told you no hamburgers, you, there would be no hamburgers. You wouldn't go, oh, it's going to be hilarious that I defy what Joe wants. Or, or, you know, anybody like that that's like a, just a really, very alpha guy, you know. I did. I took my shirt off in front of Joe one time. Did he say not to? Yeah. And you was told to that. Kept and it I, off? And I fucked well, him. Yeah, but he goes, he goes, don't do that. No, and then, told, but, no, no, no. He said, do not take your fucking shirt off. And I literally <laughs> brought him on stage and then ran back up on stage with my shirt off. And right, he was, but and, was, and, he, and But Joe and I... He probably laughed, but then, yeah. but then how long, then it was over, right? Yeah, yeah I, mean, I didn't stay up there for like 15 minutes, but yeah, yeah I mean, but... Joe and I have a very different relationship in that, like, I don't, like, I, I, maybe that maybe we don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely, that might I definitely, not be the perfect example. Let's yeah. come up with a better one. Barack Obama. <laughs> or, you know, whoever. Marin. I mean, I, you know, Marin. Yeah, whoever. Uh, yeah, you're not going to bring a bunch but, of hamburgers to his garage and go, I thought No, 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 but if Marin's doing a live, I don't know, man. If Marin, if I showed up, and that was a live Marin podcast. And I showed up with four, two, 100 burgers, and he goes, don't bring the burgers out. Please don't bring those burgers out. Yeah, there. you would. I probably would. But only because, only because, I, 
Really? Please don't? Like, when you know he's not kidding? Because in my case, your defense is you thought I was kidding. I didn't I didn't know. I, I, in my case, to be honest with you, <laughs> I actually don't remember you saying a fuck. I maybe remember you literally going, don't bring those out on there. Like, I really was not that big of a deal in my head, because I was like, uh, I have 100 burgers. I went out of my way to buy, I bought, paid $200 for 100 burgers, tipped them out 100 bucks. These are definitely making it on stage. And I left my own show to get them off the stage for good. Yes, yes, yes. I, so I, that's where... I, and I, and I, and I think I was I, wrong for not letting you just do it in the first place, and you were wrong that I second wrong. time you brought them back. And I the, was wrong. The, and those are the only times either of us were wrong. Every other time it was just... We just were not... We Work just show. couldn't get it back on the track. And that could happen with anybody, stranger or best friend. Yeah. And like in the case of Jeff Tate being there, he and I get along great, and he's on the show all the time. People love him, but I didn't, you know, I didn't like any of that that was, you know, going on, uh, going on there because uh, I just don't. There's no reason for any of us to be mean to each other in a way that sounds personal. Yeah. You know, people have issues with people, and when fucking all of a sudden they come up, and it's just, just uncomfortable. It's whatever it is. I, I, I'll, I'll do more. I'll also... I, I'm not going to, like, dwell on it, but I'm going to do more... Like, if I had my way... If, if it would have been up to me, Jeremy would have been sitting right next to me, then Jeff, and then you. I, the side. first thing I thought when I got out there is, why am I sitting next to Doug in my head? And then I went, oh, they, they must have I done I couldn't even that. see the other two guys. The, that's not the way my it was fault. Set. It's not your fault, but I'm just saying that if Jeremy had been sitting there, at least the, the one person that I... Is, is right there that I can communicate with directly and, you know, have them right there. Although, that's the problem. It's like you can't, you just can't manage it because uh, how do I know if I put you and Jeff together on the other end, uh, how do I not know that the two of you might just, like, start talking to each other a lot during the show? I don't know. You know, you just don't know. You yeah. don't know what's, what's going to happen. But it feels like, in retrospect, that that would have been a better seating position just to... It's what I always do on Getting Doug With High is they always come up to me and they go, where do you want the guests? Because sometimes there's two or three guests. And I always have the person who's never done it before sit closest to me. And maybe yeah. I'll just start trying that with, with Douglas movies. Just I think it's not a bad idea. Ask him to sit closest. Because yeah, then that way, the, if there's a, the comic that's done it a lot is on the other end, and then that way everything goes... I, you you realize I had no... I could not affect you being upset that I was sitting next to you and you I wasn't upset that me. you were sitting next to me. Well, you said you my eyelash. Well, the eyelash was, I was obsessed with it. And it's like, you know, how many jokes can you make about a guy's eyelash and why would you? But at the same time, I just could not stop seeing it. Like, I'm sure you go about your day all day. Like, when people see it, they kind of go, is oh, yeah. that a, I was, you know, I like I was really initially just like, why, why doesn't he, he's going to reach up and pluck it as soon as I mention it, you know, I, as I thought what was going to happen. I just thought you had one that got away and you didn't know yeah. about it. And I also wasn't remembering that I, I'm pretty sure this is something you, you've done. Like, like, I've seen it and talked about it before. Oh, yeah. It's my lucky eyelash. It comes whenever <laughs> I make money. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I, I just, but it was just the way it was lit. But I, you know, but I, I wouldn't say I was upset about your eyelash. It was more like I was uh, fixated with it. I was like, you know, obsessing on it uh, too much because it, like, every time I looked at you and you were like the only person I could see, uh, it was just right there. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like in um, Austin, Power, Austin Powers, whenever Fred Savage shows up and he. He's got a big mole on his face, and uh, uh, yeah, 
Dr. Evil or whoever just can't stop himself from just screaming out mole and saying lots of variations on mole. Yeah. That's what I was with your eyelash. But you also don't, it's not like you're, you, you have it because you, you like it and want it. It's not like you, it's I like, want a, it. it's not like it's a thing in your face you're embarrassed by. No, I want it. So, yeah. so there's, so where's the comedy of talking about it go? You know, it's more like just an interesting factoid about you and then let's move on, you know. Yeah. But I just kept thinking about it. Well, wishing that there was like a, a movie I could work in a question about that where there's like a the word eyelash in the title, long eyelash. Well, I am sorry. For what? For last night. I am sorry. I'm sorry that it ended the way it did, and that you know I'm sorry about all of it. Well, I think you, you know, I, I have responsibility in this as well, and I'm sorry. I didn't. I and I didn't. It, it, to anyone, I would never want anyone to feel like I don't respect them, especially you. Well, if people want to hear it, it'll be out probably in about a, at like a week to ten days, and it'll be in the uh, album section of iTunes. So I have to fork over two bucks to hear it, and I'm also gonna I'm gonna give it a listen. I generally don't edit stuff out, but of the show, but in this case, I, I, I might, you know about a, a couple of things just depending on how it, it plays to, to listen to you know it, uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I guess I'll release there's no point in me releasing this before it because no one will know what the fuck we're talking about no well I mean but they gotta listen to one or the other first so they might as, might as well hear this discussion about it well, I mean, we, if I re- we set if I... up what happened so they can listen to this. Na- they can listen to this right away. I mean, I, okay. I, I would like, I, I would like people to know. The sooner people know that you and I are not mad at each other, and it was just a thing, just just didn't work out right. Yeah. The better, okay. I think, you know. Because people, I got a couple messages from people like, "Are you guys all right?" You know, like worried that we wouldn't be friends anymore. I'll post it now then. That'd be awesome. Okay. You gotta, there's something you gotta take out though, right here. Yeah, at 108. You remember that? Yeah. Oh, you looked at it. Yeah, I do it. I look at it. The other thing I do is sometimes if I say something I don't want to say, I go like this. Hey! <laughs> so that I see the big spike. Find? You can see a spike. Yeah, because so I edited good. myself. That's so smart. Yeah. That's a great way to do it. Um, yeah, but this is, this is, I, I knew right away that this would be, like, I had another show one time where, it was at the L.A. Podcast Festival in California, in Santa Monica, and they did this big Saturday night Douglas movies in a big gymnasium at uh, the school across the street from the hotel where the event was taking place. So there's this big audience, and they all bring their name tags and stuff. But the guests on stage are Todd Glass, Mark Maron, Zach Galifianakis, Dave Anthony, and Steve Agee. They go to pick their name tags. Now, first, first of all, we're we're talking at the beginning of the show, and the acoustics in this place, no one can hear each other. Like it's really hard to hear each other. Strangely, like there weren't monitors or something. So, so that was already t- kind of tough to get through. Just having comedy conversations where we were having a hard time understanding each other. And Zach thought, just you know, again, it's like people make decisions, and I have to live with it and see what happens. He decided it'd be funny to try to not speak at all, just sit there and not speak, almost like I made up that he was there. And he did it for a pretty long while, but he finally gave in and started talking at one point. And the reason he started talking 
is because when they got to pick name tags, Dave Anthony picked a human baby that somebody had brought. So now he's up on stage holding a, a real live baby. And Mark Marin got a remote control helicopter and started flying that around the room. And it just got, from there, it just went. It was just madness for the rest of the show. Afterwards, I'm standing around with Zach and Steve Agee, and Zach goes, I feel bad about how that went. Do you want to make another podcast right now? And we just sat down in a hotel room, the three of us, and just talked about what had just happened and why it went so crazy. Really? Yeah, and it felt good. So, like, and especially because I've always enjoyed talking to you in, in the man cave and, and, and in hotel rooms with, like, when we talked to Steve Morrison in uh, Philly. And um, I just, that was like, you know, after I had a little time to be, like, you know, calm down or whatever and just get, just get past what happened. I was like, we'll just, I'll see if he just wants to talk about this on, on a podcast. Yeah. And just, because cause talking about it on another Douglas movies isn't, that, that's like all, uh, creating the same hole again almost, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and also having you back on Douglas movies, I, don't, I wouldn't even want to, you know, I wouldn't want to reference it, you know? Or I, and I don't want to be the guy that, like, in episodes, you know, coming up where you're not there making a, oh, you know, Bert Kreischer would do this or that kind of joke like I do about Pete Holmes a lot. Yeah. Because Pete Holmes is okay with the negative attention. You know? Yeah. He's not going to be like, what do you mean you give an award to the player who talks too much? Yeah. Called the Pete Holmes Award. He'd be like, oh, really? That's great. And then, and then he comes on the show and tries to win it. Yeah. And he does. Yeah, I'm fine with this. I mean, I... I... I'm glad we talked about it because I didn't, you know, I, I felt bad when I left. It was like, I was like, I, when I left, I went, I was like, should I have stayed at the bar? Should I stay there to try to talk to him after? And I was like, and then I was like, Jeff's, I know how angry Jeff's going to be. And I was like, I'm getting myself out. And well, Jeff like, is always like, he always runs off and has a cigarette or whatever, or sells CDs or whatever. I would have been like, if you'd have been there, I would have been really, <clears throat> really happy to talk to you. But I was also completely understanding of why you wouldn't be there, you know. But that's why I texted you because I didn't, I, I didn't want to absolutely be like, let's let this blow over with any kind of time frame. Yeah. I wanted it to be like we're okay with each other immediately. Yeah, I felt the same way. Which is like it felt of, really good when you texted me. It felt really good. I went, oh, he doesn't hate me. Yeah, no. Because the opposite, I hate myself in that moment. You know, because I feel like I could have done things differently. No, I and and uh, yeah, and I I literally just kind of went to the bar downstairs, and I said to the lady, I go, am I drunk? She goes. <laughs> You don't look drunk. And I said, let's have a conversation real quick. So we just talked. Because you had doubts about your own sobriety at that point? No, but I'm like, like, am I acting drunk? Like, I I definitely drank on the plane. I definitely drank on the plane. Yeah. And I I had... But you're never... You're far... Like, that's part of your thing is performing. I literally... I've never... I never... But Jeff was so adamant to just call me an alcoholic or whatever. I was like... Or call me a drunk. And I was like, what? Well, that's, a, you know, again, that's like he's, he doesn't, he, he, he stopped drinking and he, and he you know, uh, 
it's always so funny how when you're buddies with a comic, like how the how your different habits, it's like you want them to sync up, you know. Like I want to have drinks with the comics I work with, yeah. and, and you know, and he doesn't drink anymore, so like that's never something we could do together. And then he wants to have cigarettes all the time, and I don't want to have cigarettes, so he's always running out to have a cigarette, and I'm at the bar, and it's just kind of like uh, we're good friends, but it's also. You know, it feels you kind of wish you were with somebody that you just were on the same page. But on the other hand, sometimes you just want to be alone anyway. You know. So, so. You know yeah. I mean, and the, the thing that one well, one thing that kind of bummed me out about him just calling me a drunk was like I remember when he was drinking. But that's a, that was a problem. Is that just for some reason there was like just a, a, a lot of us talking about it in Utah. It just came up that you were drunk so much. That like that's another thing I want to clear up is that I don't want people listening to it going that guy's terrible when he's drunk. No, he's just being burnt and he's yeah. he's, he's just different levels of it on each show. Yeah. And in this case, drunkenness came up a lot, but that that was not the problem. But the fact that it kept coming up kept kept me thinking maybe he is more drunk than I. No, I've ever seen I wasn't, before. and that's what and what stinks is like I'm clearly Jeff quit because he, he had issues with it, and I remember running into him one day when he. I think got in a fight and gotten hit because of a hat or something at a bar and rumors were circulating about and I had his back. I was like I was like no man. I like whatever came out I squashed. And I was like and and it came out to big people ask me questions that he would want to like him and I ca- I covered him. And I literally was like no 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 no. Dude, he is whatever happened was not his fault. He's a cool fucking dude. Trust me. And in that same scenario, I agree. In the same scenario, I, he didn't do that for me, and I just was, I was just, I was just bummed. I was really just bummed. I just think, you know, I, and this is another part that you don't have to put in in there or whatever. If you want to throw in a hey, um, I just, you know, I, there's just like, uh, it's just hard for everybody to to get along because we're all in such different places. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just. Uh, you mean career-wise? Yeah, and just also just what 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 people perceive is the amount of respect they're getting from other people. You know. See, uh, look, I can understand that. Because, like, I, I, you know, I, I I don't seek out people talking shit about me at all. But somebody wrote to me on Twitter, "Oh, you should listen to this podcast. What these guys are saying about you." And people that are friends of mine, I listened to it, and it was just all a little too. What they said was, like, not terribly insulting, but it was just insulting enough without any kind of, any kind of, like, looping back to, but he's a great guy, or but we like him. It was just sort of, like, just a couple of digs, and then it was over. But it was still just kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't want to say. Tell me off there. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, here we go. Um. And so that sort of thing, like, you know... It, it's not going to ruin my friendship with a person completely, but it's still... And then when you question it... And again, it's a, also a miscommunication sometimes. You know, it's just sort of like... I'm just oh. making sure that I hit pause while I'll have to listen at 156 to make sure I took that out. No, it's... You know what I mean? Like they, but but the, the response was... And I only talked to one of them about it, but the response was, oh, we were just having fun, and we were smiling, and of course we like you. And I'm like, yeah, I know you like me, but it was really just sort of like... Just a series of digs that just seemed like... You know, because they moved on quickly because it just wasn't it wasn't really the topic or whatever. Yeah, it it I maybe if I was a little more maybe if I was a better of a friend I would have gone in with more of a headspace of I, maybe I thought well, man I don't fucking know I thought I did 
I really thought I did. Like, I, I really went in to celebrate Jeff. I literally did. Like, and I feel like... So, and maybe I... Maybe I was I was down to celebrate the whole thing. Yeah. I, I didn't know that someone could be a a feature act for Brian Posehn and not uh, not be a nerd when it comes to movie trivia. Who's a feature act for Brian Jeremy Posehn? Jeremy goes out with Brian all the time. Yeah. And, uh... But, you know, they must talk about something else. Maybe music or something. I thought Jeremy was funny as shit when he spoke. Yeah, real funny. Yeah, he's, and he's a good guy. I've known him for a long time, so... The fact that he lives in St. Louis, that you know, that's always like, if I know a comic that lives in a city where I'm going and I, I like them, it's always always fun to have him on. I mean, that's sort of how Jeff started becoming a regular is because I had to have him on in, in Cincinnati a lot because I just knew that's where he was. And, um, yeah, in the case of Jeremy, it's just it was a long time coming, but then when it finally came, I felt bad that, like, towards the end of the show, I was just kind of like, why didn't you just tell me you're not that into movie trivia? It could have saved us all some trouble. But then he reminded me that he was winning because he because Jeff was blanking out. So so Jeremy ended up like doing okay. You know, he's like, I, I have to remind you, I got some points. I'm like, yeah, that is a good point. But these games are ridiculously easy from my perspective, from my standards. But they're, yeah, they're not to everybody. Well, maybe any movie ever made that begins with the letter M. Go. Mission Impossible. See how easy that is. Yeah, it's a lot harder when you're on stage. I'm saying that. When you said, you're when gonna you see said, that tonight when we play with the people. When you said, when you said to me, "What's the last movie you saw?" I literally had to pay. That's where I thought you were drunk. I was thinking you what? had so much time to think about it, I literally, and you never could come up with an answer. I li- dude, I could not tell you the last movie I saw. But can you now? Nope. I literally but how why you watch them that infrequently? I don't watch movies. I never watch movies. I listen to podcasts. Yeah, and I work. Well, that's the thing. Like, we should, you and I should do a, uh, uh, you know, a game show that's all questions about podcasts you listen to. Dude, if you had fucking, <laughs> I mean, I'm on planes all the time. I have two kids. I mean, that's why I wish you could get on the weed show and that, that would solve all of our problems because you, you don't need to know anything. You just need to hang out and smoke weed. But I literally, I, I, like, I enjoy you too much, and, and I have too many fans, uh, too many, you know, people listen to Douglas movies that do love you. To uh, you know, I mean, you heard him last night. I mean, you, you're right. You got lots of big laughs, and they and they like they like you. But it was uh, in my head. I'm just like, oh, there's some people listening to this that are going to just give me such a hard time about having Bird on, and I'm just like, I don't I don't care what those people say. He's my friend, and he's and he's funny, and it's you know, except for when we aren't somehow just we're not syncing up right. It's always always fun I mean that's why this was your sixth or seventh appearance on the show I mean I, I'd stop having you on if I didn't uh, you know and if last night if I really thought it was all you like you you fucked up and you ruined my show then I wouldn't have texted you right away and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now I'd just be like I'd just walk away which has only happened once or twice in the history of the show but it has happened our guest sucks and we just never talk about it and they never do it again yeah Sometimes that's because that person was like a complete stranger and the, it got set up through publicists and then they turned out to be an awful guest. Yeah. But I want to make I want to make everyone on that show funny. You know what I mean? I want everyone to get laughs. I'm not ever <laughs> I, trying I, to stop I, you from getting I, laughs. I only want to be funny. <laughs> right, which, like, which you mostly are. But you know that, no, 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 no. I mean, I don't care. I want, I, I want to be the funny one. Like that's my. I'm really bad at improv because I'm not a. 
I'm not a toss it to him type guy. Well, that's what I was going to bring up earlier. Is like that's why we're stand up comedians because Im- improvisers really have to lean on each other and they really have to, uh, you know. I mean, obviously comedians respect each other and what we do, but you don't have to respect each other in a performing space. You know, yeah. when, you're, when you're put, you know, uh, like I said about Mark and Kumail. I mean, there's. I get messages from people all the time about like perceived or real kind of you know anger between two, uh, you know some of my guests yeah. you know when they don't they don't get along quite quite right or they seem like they're madder at each other than they are because they're like smiling while they're saying it or they're you know like it's it's real interesting because I because just listening to things sometimes you're not you're really not getting the the whole picture but in a way you're getting a uh, you know it's like uh, the whole thing about you know blind people can see I mean blind people can have better hearing that sort of thing so somebody that listens to a podcast a lot probably you know builds up there like a lot of times when people come to see Douglas movies they're like that's not that's not how I expected the stage to look and I never thought you were sitting that way you know like or like last night they could have been why wasn't there a table you know because there's a table at UCB but all the other places I go I don't have a table because then it just looks like you're you're doing a panel you know, you know like you're at a convention and you're gonna everyone's gonna you know do a panel on some boring subject or something you know I like it to be a show so I also insist on those tall stools because if we're all just sitting in regular chairs yeah it's just not I mean it's never gonna be a big show but it's gotta be I want to do present something that's trying to be a show rather than just oh you're just watching four people sit around and talk yeah and that's the great thing about having comedians and an audience is that they will they will find the laughs one way or another you know <laughs> I'm automatically I just was like I was like I wonder if I should call this episode because I knew usually number them and then write Doug Benson and me uh-huh. I wonder if I should call this one Doug Loves Bert <laughs> and then and then, I, and then I thought what if in the description I go uh, Doug and I did Doug Loves Movies last night and it got a little uncomfortable and Doug admits he was totally wrong and it was all his fault. <laughs> I'd be all right with that because people will listen to this and the, the, then they get the joke that you, yeah. you wrote down on purpose, especially if they're listening to this part where you're talking about how yeah. you are to write. <laughs> but I like it. I don't have a problem with it. I'll post it tonight. I'll post it today. And, and then all your fans in St. Louis can hear it and go, oh... Yeah, and then, you know, and people are going to come see us tonight, and we're going to have fun tonight, because we, we always have had fun, and this is, this is no reason to stop. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just different. Like, when we're just both standing there with microphones in front of an audience, that, and we can say and do whatever, I mean, what do we do? I don't even, I never walked off after being on stage with you and, and remembered what happened. It's always just like, well, we were both out there, and everybody was laughing the whole time. Yeah. We just sort of, goes where it goes, I guess. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I've I don't never, remember. I've never. I've never had anything planned. Like DC, I think I was on stage for your entire set. Yeah. <laughs> that club is so much fun. Yeah, I was just there last week. I was there a few weeks ago, and I'm going back for. I'm doing a show on on seven ten, which is uh, Dab's Day. Because <laughs> they are DC is super into weed. Really? So into it. I don't know. I've always, everyone always hands me coke when I go there. Oh my god! I've never done it. You never done coke? Never. I guess it's not. If you're not into uppers, 
I'm just not, you know, I just sort of found my thing and then... At, what, if you I, what if you're like, I didn't find weed until I was 28 and I found coke at 43? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't ever... Uh, weed has always just felt like enough. And alcohol, of course. And I, you know, and I, the last thing I want to do is attack you for being drunk because I, I drink as well and I enjoy it. And I like being a little bit, you know, having a few in me on stage. I think it's super fun. I've seen you high as fuck on stage. Like, and I, that, and those are my favorite times. When you said that to me, you're like, how, I don't know, you got really upset for me getting drunk for your show. And I was like, wait, you're always fucked up. Like, that's part of our thing. Right, but it really is a different, it's a different animal. When you're, like, you know, you, you get Snoop Dogg high, he can still rap. You get him yeah. shit face drunk, he's gonna suck. Yeah. Well, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe he can handle his booze. But, like, people, you know what I mean? Well, once somebody's, like, super, super drunk, you know, you, you see it all the time. I mean, yeah. a, as a comic, I, I would hope you're a little, a little on my side in that... I'm on your side. ...in that I'm, drunk people ruin shows all the time. It ha- when, when, when it really... When I realized things got out of control, in, and I was like, maybe... I go, I think I did this, was when the audience members just started chanting in. And they, they were like, called out the name of the score, called out something, and the audience audience members were now a part of the show. Yeah, they and I was got like, really, they got pretty active, and that that was like, and that got that's really a thing upset. I've been, but that's the thing I've been fighting against for a while now. It's just the show's gotten so to a point where just people come out and they just. That's what one woman tweeted me yesterday. It was like, I'm so used to yelling the answers at my phone when the guests don't know the answers that I'm afraid I'm going to blurt out an answer during the show. And, and she's expressing something that people, you know, they don't necessarily... See, I like... They I, don't necessarily I, confess to that, but it certainly, it happens. You know? I like when I go, you're telling me if the first Star Wars, and everyone goes, the fourth. Like, I love that. I that, think was, that. That was funny, but it... A little of that goes a long way. Like, who cares? You Like, you're... you're, you're right. yeah. The part of the reason they're doing it is they think I want you to say the exact title all the time, but that's just when we're playing the games. We were just having a conversation, and yeah. we know what you're talking about. The first Star Wars is the... We know that one of them was made first. Yeah. So, you don't always have to be, episode four, new hope. You don't always have to be like, come on, you gotta say that. <laughs> but that's part of the game element of the show, so they get... They yeah. just... And also, I like it. It doesn't bother me. I, I bet you funny. do this. I bet a lot of people do this. Also, podcasts are are not necessarily something people listen to with deep concentration. You know what I mean? A lot of times, it's it's just on while you're doing stuff. You know, like I have a friend who's an artist and she listens to podcasts all the time while she's drawing. But like you know that number one thing is that drawing you're making. Yeah. So the podcast. So if I say, remember when so and so said this on that podcast? She'd be like, no. I go, you, uh, you, you know, you're busy drawing or whatever, yeah. you know, and that's, uh, but some people also are listening to it super intently because they have a situation where they can, like they have a long drive or a, or they're a, a boring job or something. Yeah. And those people, they come in and say, Star Wars, part four, yeah. and New Hope, get it right, you cocksucker. Yeah. That was funny last night, though. But it was funny because you found it funny. I would have been mad with you if you'd have been, if you'd have been like, who cares? Maybe not. I don't know where I was at at that point. But the Sarlacc pit jokes were really funny, <laughs> and uh, and and then you like gave everybody a hard time for having enjoying that so much. Have you seen all all the Star Wars movies? Of course. I couldn't tell you characters' names. Or holes they went into. So that might have been... Force Awakens might have been the first one? 
But, I mean, the last movie you saw? Uh, yeah, actually probably was the last movie I you saw. You haven't seen Deadpool? Uh, yeah, I saw Deadpool. Oh, that might be the last one. Yeah, I didn't like it. Really? I didn't like Why? it. Why? Uh, because he had cancer. Oh. Uh, it fucking freaked me out. Super personal reason. I really didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, but Deadpool was the last, last movie I saw. It is weird. I was thinking about it, or somebody may have said this, and I'm stealing it, but it is weird to watch a movie where a guy has cancer, but if as long as he's willing to endure a certain amount of torture, which cancer patients do have to do to get well, he gets turned into a super crazy, s- strong superhuman, and and also is immortal. Yeah. That's kind of like... Somebody just said this recently. Like, can you imagine what, having cancer and watching that movie and be just like, "Well, that's not, that's not an option." Yeah. You know, like I'm just stuck with this fucking cancer. It's, it's uh, real. Don't get me fucking started. So I hear what you're saying, but yeah. it's, but it's an amazing movie. I, I could. <laughs> and not you just have a the entire time. You just have a stumbling block of just one element. But when he said he got cancer, even, I went, I went. You know, that's like not definitely not like, uh, like rape like the word rape you know it's like some people hear rape in a joke and they shut down yeah they don't want to like, there's I, no I, such thing as a funny rape joke to some people yeah the Margaret Cho actually Most told me people. that she didn't say that she goes is there ever a funny rape joke and I was like yeah I've yeah I've done a couple of good ones not there's usually not one that's like worth repeating over and over again but I've said some you know, on the podcast, just blurted out some rape jokes that were uh, kind of funny, and also part of the point of the joke is, uh, I, I know you know that how shocking and terrible rape is. Yeah, you, you're not bringing it up to you know to to say other things, yeah. uh, anything other than it's not something that should happen. And it can't, a cancer <laughs> you know? joke doesn't bother me, but a m- movie about cancer, I, c- I can't watch. It just just it just fucks with my head. My I can't watch a, a movie where um, I don't like prank shows. Like, I can't sit through prank shows because it makes me uncomfortable. The tension that you need in a prank show makes me uncomfortable. I can't do, uh, I can't do... Um, what about the new kind of comedy where, like, The Office and stuff, where it's mostly based on people being embarrassed and awkward and uh, uncomfortable? Do you laugh at that? No, yeah, I love that. Like, I like, I liked The Office. But you know what I mean? The Office was like, you know, he was always, Steve Carell was always saying and doing things that were just like, ugh, like they were as cringeworthy as the shit people do in the prank shows. Yeah. No, no, no. To get a reaction. Prank shows like, uh, like, especially like... There's an aggression behind them too that I don't, I'm not crazy about. Yeah, like... Like, like, we're going to show these people by doing something obnoxious in front of them and they don't they don't expect it. Like, what did they ever do to you? Yeah, like... It's not pranking people that are like, let's go prank... Some banker that didn't go to jail but stole a lot of money. Yeah, it's just someone <laughs> sitting on the street. Like those, those. Uh, do you even work out, bro? Or like the videos on YouTube where they go up and uh, try to pickpocket black people and then let black people beat them up. You not watch these? No. Pranking black people. It sounds horrible. Yeah, it's fucking pretty bad. Uh, Mark Grossman's called me like fucking five times. Why? I don't know. I'm going to call him back. I think he's just afraid you're unhappy. Probably. Because I, I, you know, I'm sure he got a, like a long version of it from from somebody on the staff, but I, I gave him just a, a short version, you know, and, you know, he loves you. Yeah, I love more. Like, we're all, we're all good in that sense. But yeah. Let's, let's stop this and I want to know what he wants. He's probably just, he's probably just 
wants to know, hey, what happened last night? How do you wrap this up? Um, How do you end your podcast normally? I forget. I usually say I love you. Really? Yeah. To each other? No, I usually no matter go, who the hey, guest man, is? Thank you so much for this. I love you. I, I think I said that because I know one guy got really upset that I said it. He was like, you're using it too flippantly, man. Flippantly? And he's like, how dare like, you say that you love you think, people? He thinks you don't mean it? He thought I didn't mean it. And then I called him up. I called him up and asked him why. And he got caught off guard and he was like, I, 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 you can do it, man. And I was, and I, but I, I say I love you to a lot. I said I love you to Rogan when I just got off phone with him. You're a loving guy. Rogan was like, I love you, brother. I was like, I love you too, man. I was like, call you me. You were there for family. him when he was bear hunting. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, so. I don't think we recorded that part of this, the conversation. We were talking about him before we started. Yeah. So for the listeners, Joe Rogan just called Bert to say, hey, I'm hunting bear, and just to chat while he was hunting bear. Yeah, he's in the middle <laughs> of stalking a bear. <laughs> hey, buddy, what's up? See any movies lately? Oh, you hate Deadpool? <laughs> he sees movies every once in a while, and the ones he likes, he's very, you know, he's very excited about, very a- animated and, and promotes them. But he's not a movie guy either, so that's why, like, he did Doug Lowe's movies once, and then he was he was good. He was like, I don't need to do that. He's like, uh, he's like, how can you do a whole podcast just about movies? Like, he doesn't think that's a big enough subject because he does talk about he talked about everything. all sorts of shit. Yeah, he talked about fucking this thing I heard about the other day. I'm like, his podcast blows my mind. All right, we yeah, should, we he should. gets into some really trippy shit, but uh, and. And people stop asking me to get him on Getting Doug with High because he doesn't want to do it either. Um, I don't know what his reasons are. Well, I think the lack of control would be the one. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, if I had to guess, you know, I don't know. I'd I, like to talk to him about it. I just haven't run into him. He's at the store every single night. I know. Right? <laughs> he's a, yeah. God, I don't know how he does it. He lives so far away from there. He's uh, man. He's not a sloppy joke writer. He likes to. He likes the art. He, he likes works to hard, fucking very hard. He's. In, I mean, him and Burr are the real inspirations behind me getting like really working hard for my last hour and pulling time off from travel to get because I'm doing another hour and doing pulling time off from travel work again. And they're like, you can't be fucking lazy, man. You got to fucking. You got to be like telling your jokes, fucking watching the tape. Figuring it out, listening to them, getting them tight. It's a different fucking world now. There's so many goddamn comics. <laughs> there's always been a lot of comics. No, there's more. There's so much more. When I started, there was 100 fucking comics, I think. There are 150 comics in between L.A. and New York, in my opinion. In 1999, 98. That feels like there's always been more than that. But it's definitely, you know, there's, there's more paths to success with it. Um, and, and even, you know, not not necessarily success, but just being able to make a living because uh, of the weird, like, just clubs and stuff have just really come on strong. And most cities now have a pretty pretty healthy uh, kind of community of local comics that, uh, you know, that didn't... That wasn't a thing. Like, during the comedy boom, it was all just... It was all comics doing TV and stuff and, and the clubs, but then now it's a nice, nice mix of 
there was a, a comic sitting around. Uh, I don't know where he came from, though. Now, now I feel bad, but there was a comic named Shane that was there last night hanging out that's going to be your feature this weekend. And he seems like a good dude. Good deal. The guy that brought the Black, Black Hawk down, Blake Hawk down helicopter, each blade of the helicopter had a, uh, a joint on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I smoked all of those after the show. Nice. Yeah, it was real nice. All right, man. I love you. I love you too, though. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.